da- David, honey, are you eating enough? Like she tagged <laughs> it like right in front where uh, yeah. where I sit too. Like, uh, Lola. Lola is springing leaks today, Blake. She just like <laughs> it was. You Blake knows we were playing Rocket League last night. Yeah, and she took a shit like right before the game started. <laughs> she just takes a shit on the floor, and I'm like, "Hold on, guys." <laughs> <laughs> Because, like, first of all, she exactly. would not leave her carrier for, like, an hour and a half after I gave her a bath. She was just pissed. Yeah. <laughs> That's you. so funny, though. I'm telling you. It was like a fucking sitcom yesterday. <laughs> and it continues today because, like, she makes me get this stupid little toy for her, right? Yeah. Her little Bobo, her yeah. Kong. Yep. And in excitement about playing with the Bobo in the living room, the family room, she like does this little zigzag pee. Yeah. Like a little piddle tag. <sighs> Have you watched uh, Big Mouth on Netflix yet? Nope. No. Aw, oh, man. Have you watched any of Nick Roll's uh show? No. Show? Yes. Okay. I just feel like Lola probably talks like Fabrice Fabrice. I could see that. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I feel over there. What you gonna do about it, though? Exactly. <laughs> I'm, I'm fucking adorable. You... I think she's got a little bit higher register, but oh, yes, yeah. that tone for sure. She's more sassy. Yeah, she is a sassy dog. Maybe she knows a she's more a little princess. Me outside. A yeah, cash me outside girl. Yes, sounds way more like cash me outside girl or Cardi B. I would say she definitely when's has that. Lola's, that when's Lola's album? When's she dropping her album? Um, I don't know. Like the problem with Lola's album is that she really uh, has a a licensing issue ahead of her because they're mainly covers. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's well, an uphill battle. Um, Ideally she would want to do duets right mm-hmm. it would, yeah. yeah was that sinatra who did the duets album who was that tony bennett someone tony did bennett, a, yeah yeah tony bennett did tony, like a great uh duets duet. album. and i feel like yeah, lola's kind of setting up for that you know she's gonna be four think, next month like she's like she's now becoming like diva wow full-on diva yeah. at this point she's uh, like get me lady gaga mm-hmm yeah, exactly. She, she wants. Yeah, she wants Gaga. She's like Adele, Rihanna, right? Like she just wants to do this duets album with a bunch of really popular female vocalists. Yeah. So if she can't I'd get like... that, she doesn't even want to go into the studio. Nope. She's like, you go, Dad. Want... You go in the studio. You have your fun with your beats. That's her attitude. <laughs> you know, she's very. Uh, you know, she has a superiority thing, you know, a little bit of a Napoleon complex here. Yeah. But yeah, I, I, if we can, if we can arrange that, you uh, know, I think I've, it would I've been sell talking, very well. I've been talking to the weekend spelled with no E. Oh, yeah, yeah. Without the E. No E and N. And yeah, he's, he, he, he's like, he, he, he likes what he's heard from Lola so far. Mm-hmm. And I think he's. I think he wants. I think he wants in on this. I think he wants to maybe do some production work at the very least. Um, so. you know, maybe Lola. Future? Lola is. Future uh, she is part of Army of Techno. 
So, you know, we both came over from Army of Techno to Shack News, actually. That's right. Mm-hmm. So we're kind of in a similar got, boat. So we should got, have to talk to the board of directors over there, where she's also chair pup. Right. So she has that in already. So you have an interlocking directorate mm-hmm. here at yeah. Shack News. And, uh, yeah, Lola, Lola Doctor. I, I think it's... Diplo is blowing up. He's texting me right now. He's like, can you get me Lola? You know, um, like I, I said, like, there's, I don't know. she's got... She's got her inner circle of like girls that she is down with. Yeah, uh, she's not really about this bro culture DJ no, world at I all. I wouldn't think she's so. not a Calvin Harris fan. Uh, she thinks Steve Aoki's okay, you know. But like, uh, what's that other dude? Uh, Martin Solveig, not about him at all. Mm-mm. You know, <laughs> like I, I saw that guy uh, in Vegas. Right? We got. I think this was. Uh, Shaq Con 2014, right? Oh, okay, yeah. We went to Excess uh, in the Win Encore area in Vegas. Yeah. And he's playing. And he gets up during his set. <laughs> he stands on top of the DJ table while it just plays, right? And I'm like, <laughs> no actual DJ would ever do that. Yeah. That's, like, insane. You know, no... And, and, and it came out later that he was one of those DJs that was coming in with a USB stick, plugging it in, and pantomiming. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So Lola's not about that life. No. She likes yeah. vinyl. Yeah. She likes straight up like Jeff She's... Mills on three turntables with Detroit techno vinyl. Shit that you have to go to Europe to find. She's legit. Yeah, she's old school. So that's what I'm saying. Like, no, she's not going to be Man. bringing on these 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 you know dead mouses of the world, no. right? Uh, no, these posers that have no idea what plur is. Like you know, Lola embodies that. Even though she's disrespecting my my floors today, <laughs> she's all about that peace, love, unity, and respect. Right, and I don't think the pop music, electronic musicians are like that at all. No, I don't think so. So no, she's just so tribal. Exactly, she marks her territory. Yeah, no, yeah, exactly. Just, she is. She is, is. This is her room. Like, so it's mm-hmm. not like she's she's not like pissing in my bedroom. No, this is her room. So she knows. She does, and that's why she didn't pee in her Mickey Mouse bed or her one pink bed over there or the she, other pink bed. She peed on her floor and was like, "Hey, human, clean this up." Yeah. Clean up my floor, please. That's basically it. So uh, you have to realize like where she views men just in general yeah. is so much lower than what these superstar DJs think of themselves. Yeah. So yeah, no. But yeah, like I said, she wants to partner up with different vocalists. And then uh, you know, what would likely happen, Blake, is with someone like The Weeknd maybe, right? Cuz he is a talented artist. I'd have to say, out of everything that's happening right now, don't hate him. <laughs> He's not that bad. <laughs> no. Like, there's like, and I think the other, the female vocalists I mentioned are excellent. Like, I think Lady Gaga is amazing. I think Adele is a fantastic. Oh yeah, Adele vocalist. especially. Yeah. Um, and I think Rihanna's an amazing performer. And in Rihanna's the studio, giving up though. She just does Rihanna's a lot. Giving up. Hey, hey. Just, <laughs> oh, hey whoa. Now. Whoa. Hey. Monosyllabic. Come on. Whoa, hey, she no. She's not really monosyllabic. She's not. Like, it's a function of it's a function of how she is in the studio. They're they are sampling her. And that's why she she's horrible live compared to her studio shit. But I'm talking like yeah. one song on an album, you give it to Rihanna with Lola. 
That's all I'm saying. One song with Lola. Magic. And I think Look. that would be pretty fire, dude. Like, she's not like, like, like what? Rihanna's still in her 20s? It's not like she's, like, played is out. Is she? Yeah. Yeah, but it's got to be a banger. It can't be, like, any of this, like, bitch better have my money stuff. No, she needs to come like, out and actually throw down bars. Like, yeah. I don't want hooks to, from Rihanna. I want bars. I want. No, that's what I, I, want, agree, I, with I, I, want, I, I agree with you. I agree with you, like, S&M Rihanna. That's what I want. I'll yeah, that. you remember that? Yeah, like that's that's that song is a banger. Mm-hmm. That's what I want. I, modern modern stuff. It's just like it's it's so a function of the producers, like, man. She's thirty. I feel she like turned thirty last year. Oh man, so it's oh, over. Shit. Yeah, she's done. And then also, <laughs> Nicki Minaj her, is thirty six, according to the. Whoa, the really? Yeah. Hmm. Her so, performance in that so, uh, she's popping right now. Movie, did you see the what was that movie? The I'm just saying she's the, an Aquarius. She's at February 20th birthday. Like okay. I, I got love for Rihanna. She turns 31. Yeah, next week. That's like ancient, right? Yeah. <laughs> I don't hate that Rihanna. Is. I just believe in Rihanna. I, I hear That's you, Blake. She's, you believe she's, in she's, Lola and you believe in Rihanna. Lola, I'm just saying that those two together on an album would be hot. That's Lola could Lola could probably bring back Rihanna. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. This could be like uh-huh. her comeback. Yeah. As like her second uh-huh. phase. She could open for Lola. It basically. No, like uh, Lola doesn't no. want to tour. Lola wants to go into the studio, right. record one album, a bunch of duets with the greatest female vocalists of all time, and then she's done. She's out. Wow. That's it. Mm. She does. She's like, I'm. She's been talking about this for years, ever since she was a puppy. <laughs> seeing me going into the studio. Yeah, yeah. She's like, can I go to the studio? Like, right. why can't I go to the studio? And we're like, you're not ready. No. You're gonna piss all over the carpet. Can I make a suggestion? <laughs> Also, I'll say this. Do you remember Lola? when she used to have a thing for the microphone? Like, she had to outgrow that, too. Yeah, remember? Like, the first few shackcasts we recorded here, she would literally attack David's microphone. Yeah. The spe- specifically the one with the blue pop stopper yeah, on it. Yeah, I don't know what the deal was, but... Uh, so, yeah. Anyway, this album sounds great. It does. And yeah. I don't know. I, I agree with you, though, Blake. Sir Elton John. Yeah. Sir Elton John and Lola. I want to hear that song. Yeah. I'd be down. Because Elton John, Elton John doesn't write lyrics, and Lola mm-hmm. is known for writing some of the most soulful, heartfelt lyrics mm-hmm. ever. Yeah, she's, she's a natural born lyricist. Yep. Yeah. So I think Loop yeah, Daddy's no tour theme. ends uh, this weekend. The 26th Man, I hope that City guy, Tour. Really? I hope that guy gets some rest. He's getting rest. He's going. He's going. He's going back to Loop Daddy headquarters in New York City. That's... He's going to rest, and then he's coming to will... E three. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. We're Man. throwing a party with the Loop Daddy That's at E awesome. three. That's gonna awesome. be crazy. Uh, Let me yeah. tell you, I have toured for just uh, like two weeks. Touring of touring for two weeks. Yep. Is super exhausting. Like a whole month of being probably jet lagged and just going from hotel to hotel mm-hmm. like that guy i hope he is getting some well-deserved rest yeah he is yeah. i i think i'm i'm gonna send him a a care package of shack news gear you should <laughs> be like here loop daddy have a hoodie yeah you need this hoodie yes this is a good hoodie uh 
but no, I'm just I'm so proud of him. Like it's amazing what he did last night. Did you see the proposal? Yeah, last night in Birmingham. Yeah, I saw that too. Just amazing. Yeah, like he is just pure goodness. That crowd was hot too. Yeah, you know, man, the the stuff that he comes up with, like you know, just watching him. <laughs> yeah, like work on a keyboard. Mm-hmm. You know that that right there is. In its of itself, like a really yeah. difficult thing to master. Oh yeah, yeah. the fact that he is sequencing I... uh, with a looper and a keyboard. Yeah, as mm-hmm. opposed to like an actual step sequencer. He, there's so many other ways that people could do what he's doing, but he chooses to do it the way he does because it gives him the most uh, freedom when mm-hmm. it comes to producing something. Yeah. yeah, and it becomes so like. It's this weird combination of like jazz and blues and R and B and hip hop and industrial and techno and house and like disco it's, and performance art and like spoken word. Uh, it's it's modern fusion. It's, it's just it's it's life. what we need right now. He is the antidote for what yeah. ails us. The world is a bad place, and he makes it better. I think that's always cool. It is. So, yeah, shout out, Mark. We're really proud of you for this uh, this tour. And he, honestly, he was he was touring the U.S. two weeks before his Euro tour. Yeah. So it's not like he, he's – this is a guy who's coming off of, like, three months of touring with a two-week break. Right. So I'm just like, please, rest. Yeah, he needs to. But he won't. He gets back to New York. That next day he's making a video. I guarantee it. Mm-hmm. I feel like he's possessed by like the good spirit. When you know, when creative people are able to do what they love to do, yeah, and make money from it, you kind of don't want to stop. No, you don't. And I think that he's—it's part of what made him great on YouTube to begin with—is that he was just his streams. Mm-hmm. Oh man, one of the best streams ever that I've ever watched. Like. He's not even uh, playing music. He just did a call-in show. Yeah. It's giving life advice. <laughs> you know? There's streams where he would just talk about vinyl that he listens to. Uh, but, yeah, it's just it's so inspiring and cool to see him doing that. It is. You know, like, there's a lot of people who are popping in the world that are pieces of shit. Yeah. And he's not. He's cool, and he has a positive message. And like you said, the crowd... At his shows is amazing. It's yeah. the best vibe, and it embodies what I was, to, what you know, Lola's values are. Right, uh, and you're never, it, you know, we had that bit of news with Dead Mouse this uh, this last weekend, and for him to do that in a fit of rage, say that that word that he said, right, that homophobic slur that yeah. he said that he let slip, quote unquote. Mark Rebier improvs constantly and never, and he does say edgy things all the time, but he never says anything like that. No slurs, no epithets, no, yeah. And for someone to be stream of conscious, producing shit live and improving, that's one thing. But to be sitting there streaming and just cursing out some guy who stream sniped you, yeah. That's all I'm saying. It, it, that's 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 a word that's in his vernacular. That's a word that he uses. Something if, only it, slips said, if it's locked and loaded. I said the, the same place. thing yeah. when PewDiePie said the N word. 
I said the exact same thing. That's in your vocabulary if you're going to say that yep. in a fit of rage. Yeah. So that's why I'm like, fuck Dead Mouse, but look at Re- look at Mark Revier. Just go go watch his videos. Go follow him on I, I guess he blew up on Facebook. Really? That's his number one place. Wow. Yeah. I you know what? Before we start the show. Okay. I think I'm giving up on my Facebook short. I, I, I the people have disproven something that I thought was going to happen. We've had a year of just terrible news for Facebook. Really bad news, right? Facebook breach. Facebook did this with your data. Yeah. People aren't fucking leaving. No oh, one's leaving. Did you two point four billion people there? One point four billion people are coming every month. It is the best place to advertise on the internet. Period. Yeah. yeah. And then they own the second best place, Instagram. They own the two best places on the internet to advertise, and they have a monopoly. And their users are fucking morons, mm-hmm. and they're not going to quit until it actually hurts them. Yeah. 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 So. I'm staying the fuck away. Until this then, thing's gonna make a shit ton of money. They need I'm, to get those memes. Yeah, they're just gonna make a shit ton of money off of people's idiocy, yeah. and I'm gonna fucking back the fuck off. I'm gonna find something else to short. Yeah, because people are morons. That's all I learned. In the last it's, year, we've had nothing but bad headlines for Facebook. They didn't lose anybody. Now, uh, one of the headlines was that half of the users were fake. You would think that somewhere down the road that the fact that half of your reported users are fake yeah. might be bad. That might be lying to shareholders yeah. or lying to your advertising partners about reach. Right? Yeah. So it's like, ugh. I'm like, I don't know what to do right now. I think it's like it's it's one of these things where I looked at all these quarterly reports and Facebook is kicking everyone's ass mm-hmm. in advertising. It's undeniable. Like, Google's struggling compared to them. Jeez. Yeah. They're the number one display ad company in the world. This will eventually end super poorly for them. But I think they have a stay of execution because their users are idiots. Yeah. I mean, I I think we live in an age where people are so immersed in themselves and their own lives that they really don't care what happens outside their bubble. Or like the TLDR or 2LDL is that it's just... Don't care about privacy. People don't care South about Park privacy. covered that a few years ago, you know, with well, Cartman. Yeah. People do not care about their privacy. No. And this is going to end super poorly, but it's not ending. The, like, they're going to find Facebook. Okay. Facebook made like, I don't know, billions of dollars. You're going fa- to tax them like 40 million. It's like a speeding ticket. Yeah. Like ran over a bunch of nuns and then they just pay this fine. Yeah. Like, uh, in this world, this world, nah, you don't bet against Facebook, especially going into a 2020 election cycle. Because who won? (laughs) What won the election last time? Yeah. Facebook. Facebook. And Twitter. So like, I see, I've seen this movie before. I'm gonna get the fuck away from it. But like, when it gets back to its all time high, you better believe I'm gonna be there. Yeah. To knock this shit down again. But yeah, I feel like right now, no. It's like a don't touch for me. Because I'm like, you know, it's it went up a ton on earnings. And most of the other companies that reported, Microsoft, uh, Google, Apple went up because they already lowered their expectations. Mm -hmm. But a lot of tech companies went down on their earnings report. This is a company that went 
up materially and it was because they did better than expected yeah so i look at that fundamental story and then i look at the user data now i'm just like yeah i don't want to fight it no so i'm a broken man in this episode where i i i don't think i can it's hard it's hard to look at facebook and not short it because <laughs> yeah. i'm like it seems like somewhere down the road all these bad things will pile up into something bad for them. And then the other thing that you're going to see, which is already happening and it has for the last year, is that there is some churn. There's people from North America leaving and there's people from overseas coming. And American users are way more monetizable. Uh, they're way more profitable. The average revenue per American user is like three times that of an Asian user or of a European user. Mm -hmm. So... As they grow overseas, their revenues are actually going to start to, uh, their margins are going to compress. Mm -hmm. But that's like the worst thing I can say about them right now is that their margins might go down a little bit in the next two years, but they're still kicking everyone else's ass. Yeah. And like, I just, I feel like we're in this world now where there's all these companies that are worth $500 billion or more, and they're basically like nation states. <laughs> you know, like we can't really do much about them and they're monolithic in in a sense yeah i actually so i speaking of south park i finished the latest season today i know i'm late to the party but <laughs> the timing worked out because we also heard that amazon yeah. decided to pull out of new york yeah sure due to the uh you know the complaints the local backlash. The local backlash. Yeah, the yeah. actual people who were about to be gentrified. Yeah, yeah, that they twenty. And yeah, so 20. I almost, I almost feel like, uh, I didn't mean to cut you off there, Blake, but I'll, I'll just say this: I almost feel like it was. Uh, we have to hope for small victories. It's going to take a lot of these small victories. Yeah. To amount to anything, I don't, you know. I don't. I I even said it in my article. Uh, about the Amazon headquarters. I'm like, I hope Amazon finds a home somewhere that really needs those jobs. Yeah. Like Northeast Ohio. Right. Like, because we could fucking use those jobs. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'll tell you that much. Yeah. New York City didn't need it. That's no. That was what happened. Is you took a very densely populated area where real estate's worth a fortune already, and then you bought up a bunch of real estate, and you're going to push all these people out. Right. Because rent was going to go through the roof. Like what's going on in Northern California? You're just going to do that again on the East Coast? Uh, uh, this is a place where you do that. Because people would be happy if their property values went up. Yeah. Here. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. It, we're in like a 50-year bear market. Like a lot of areas in Northeast Ohio have been going down in value for 50 years. So that's where it's like, come on, Amazon. I know you're having a rough week, but come to Ohio, baby. Yeah. We're we're still here. We got airports. Yeah. We're right on I-80. We're eastern seaboard. You're right next to Canada. Right. We're we have a port. Come on. I'm just you saying. Need to, you need to pitch make a pitch video. I'm gonna make it I'll I'll just I'll I'll tweet at him because Bezos is now active on uh Twitter. Really? Yeah. I maybe I'll be the ambassador for Northeast Ohio when it comes to Amazon HQ too. Again. Because we already pitched them, and they chose New York. They LeBroned us already, right? They're like, <laughs> no, New York's prettier, Taking shinier. their talents to New They're York. They're giving us $3 billion. 
And, like, I'm sure that the state of Ohio would give them money. Uh, they've done that before. And the state of Ohio has been really, uh, like, I hate John Kasich for a lot of other political reasons, mm-hmm. uh, mainly to do with, like, women's rights and other stuff. But from a corporate standpoint, he did lower taxes here mm-hmm. and made it a lot easier for small businesses to run here. Yeah. Uh, which is which has been positive. So I, I could see them do something for Amazon here. I know Columbus was in the final 10 or whatever. Oh, really? Yeah. They weren't choosing here, though, because they want to be near a a strong university area. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Columbus makes sense, then. Yeah. yeah. So I, th- mm. I think it, it could end up being Austin now because uh, they already own Whole Foods, and Whole Foods is based there. Oh, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. That's it. I find the whole story fascinating because... I am happy. I'm like, and we'll start the show soon, right? This is the longest intro. Uh, I'm kind of happy to see that there is a, like a resistance. Yeah. And it's in Queens and it's, you know, AOC and the local politicians there standing up for their constituents who, right. who voted them in. Right. Right. Uh, that's cool to see like a socialist district stood up to a corporation yeah that's neat that is that's a neat thing that happened in america that's what i mean like watching the end of south park made me a little happy because it it almost seemed like if i would have seen it last year when it aired it would have felt like oh this is a fantasy yeah but you know these little victories can happen Uh uh-huh you know yeah i guess they were prophetic in that sense yeah as they tend to be so we didn't want Cartman to lose his mind and shoot up this ski. <laughs> How amazing yeah. was that? The whole season. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. That is brilliant. That's art. Yeah. What they did with school shootings that whole season, brilliant. There's there's one part where Cartman is like, my anxiety's kicking you guys. I'm going to shoot up the school. And Stan's <laughs> just like, don't shoot up the school. Like, it just is like so <laughs> blasé now. Yeah. No big deal. It's like, don't shoot up the school, don't Carmen. Don't shoot up the school, Carmen. Come on. Uh, <laughs> okay, but yeah, I guess Blake, are you ready to sing us a song? Am I ready? La 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 la. <laughs> I was like, okay. I'm like, do I, am I going to go full Morrissey on this? I I don't know, man. I I I, I, I want I you to start thinking about it, but I also I don't want you to because I know you're improving. Like your your improvisation is what makes it amazing. So, <laughs> but yeah, we'll start the show whenever Blake wants I to. I shock cast when you're having a gloomy day. Just listen to an episode of Shackcast, and it'll take the clouds away. Because it's a wonderful show full of wonderful people, and you'll have a good time learning about all the video game stuff that they're talking about. It's the shotguns. Wow. It started in Morrissey, but I couldn't keep it up. No, I, I'm I, wiping I, tears out of my eyes. Yeah, it was amazing. <laughs> Welcome to the Shack Cast, the official Shack News Podcast. 
Oh, Shaq News! <laughs> I'm your host, Austin awesome Gunnam, CEO, editor-in-chief, chief puppy wrangler, but not this week because she peed all over the carpet. <laughs> you little dupes. Uh, vomited a little on the couch, too, I believe. She, it, I would say it's indigestion. It was kind of like she... Yeah. yeah. You're such a duper. This whole day. You're like, oh, you just cleaned me? <laughs> Shit. Let me tell you how I know you can't stay angry at this dog. And I've seen this play out numerous times. She pees on the floor. And you're like, Lola, you're the worst. And then like less than two minutes later, like, Lola, you're the worst sometimes. <laughs> I mean, she's adorable. You're even walking when she's it back. Like, I, but she knows. She does know. It's just on to the next one for her, though. Yeah, she's she just is. got this she's, attitude she's where she's like, whatever. She did have kind one. of an attitude when I got here, though. Yeah. I that, that, whatever. Okay. <laughs> I'm just. I'm doing my thing yep. over here, and yes. you can get with it, or you can get going. That's and Lola. That was Lola, everybody. That's, that's Lola talking. Uh, she's our chair pet of the board. Uh, she's here on the shack cast on the couch. Kind of unprofessional for a chair that's pet of the right. board. But it's, I, I mean, I'll let it slide. It, it's the corporate culture. That's I take a look at, at the those top. numbers. I say... Make those numbers higher already, okay? That's exactly that's right, Lola. Uh, then, so I, yeah. then I throw down the pointy <laughs> thing, and I just walk out the room. And you can't slam the doors on the glass doors though, because they just slowly close, you know. So you can't do that. But you just walk away and you stomp really hard. Okay. Yeah, so also on the show, our uh, review, our, sorry, our long reads editor, uh, David uh, Craddock, making the long trek across the mean streets, but not snowy. Uh, no, I'll take, actually this, sunny today. I'll take this weather for the next few weeks. I think that's what we're getting. And then I want it gone. <laughs> I want it gone. I don't know. It, it, I do. I want it gone. It's not that bad. It's no, no, not- no. I, I'm saying I, like I'm ready for spring. Yeah. This weather is fine until spring. No mm-hmm. more negative 35 degrees. Yeah. No more blizzards. No. We're past that. Right. We have to be. Blizzards all over the world are ailing a little. Yeah. Seattle got dumped on. Yeah. And uh, San Francisco's getting a lot of rain. Been, yeah. It has been freaking insane. I'm not one that... I'm, I know a lot of Californians are like, oh, gee, a little drizzle. Uh, I'm going to fucking crash my car or whatever. No. This is nuts. This rain has been nuts. Yeah, you guys, really? are, you guys are getting flooding in areas, right? Wow. Flooding in the deserts? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that happens. Yeah. Oh, my car. The the water is getting into my car. Uh, oh, no. Uh, through the sunroof, which is great for me. I'm really worried. <laughs> I haven't been to my car in like a day. Oh, shit. So, yeah, I don't know what that's going to be like. Um, I just I'm just buying some towels online. Yeah, <laughs> so, it's been insane, but it has nothing to do with video games. That's okay. Um, but yeah, also joining um, us is Blake, whose whose car is leaking on him, but he's the reviews editor who's doing this podcast from atop a raft. Yeah, he's actually, in the mission yeah, district right. right now. He's on top. He's on the roof. Yeah, he's on the roof. He's on the roof. He's, of he's my laid apartment. out. He's laid out his t-shirts, his shack shirts, into a help me sign. Yeah, for the helicopters. Right. Uh, but, all this, all the shirts from all the press events. I've ever yeah, been all of your, all of your yeah. swag is just spelling out help <laughs> on your roof. Uh, enough, enough shirts to keep a 
small portly village. Speaking Blake. of shirts, I got a shirt from Blake today. Thank from you. Blake. Oh. It's it's a Kirby shirt. Wow. Oh, you got it. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. Yep. Are you, did you show it to David? Is that what's happening right now? I can, I can, but it's over there. I'll show it to him after the show. It's, yeah. uh, it's, it's black and it has, uh, it's Kirby and like another Kirby. It's pretty sweet. Did Kirby, it's my first, Kirby. No, it's like, uh, oh, it's just the way the art looks. It's like a silhouette. Yeah, it's like a silhouette with a Kirby. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. I can dig that. All right. Yeah, it's my first Kirby shirt. Wow. Yeah, I have to say, but it fits. And it's great, mm-hmm. and I'm excited. I've I've gotten some sweet Ooh. shirts lately. I got an Ultra Bug shirt. Have you seen? You know, uh, Rami Ismail and uh, you know V oh, Lambier. Yeah, yeah. Their yeah. their new game's called Ultra Bugs, okay. and they didn't have time to make a logo for it before the Pack South demo, so they just made something in paint, mm-hmm. and then everyone loved it. Oh, so we demanded that they put it on the T-shirt and give it to us, and they did, and I bought one. Okay. Uh, so yeah, I have an Ultra Bug shirt, and it looks really shitty. It looks like someone drew something in paint. <laughs> oh it. yeah, and it's like purple and yellow. Okay. Uh, but yeah, I I I'm a t-shirt person. I love t-shirts. Oh, I love yeah. I I yeah. I will take all the t-shirts, and I love Nintendo. You know what, Blake? That's actually a great segue into some Nintendo news. Oh my God! So much Nintendo news. Did you see that direct? I no, I was busy. I saw it. I went back and watched it, and uh-huh. I I will admit I tuned out for like the first twenty minutes. I'm like, here are a bunch of RPGs that'll make someone happy, and that's like cool for people. Yeah, sure. And then they were like, well, they started with Mario Maker two. Yeah, there you go. And we talked Damn. about that. Didn't just the last episode? Yeah. I think you asked me like, do you think they port Mario Maker? Or they go in Mario Maker two, and I said no, full sequel. Mm-hmm. And here we go, June, and it's June. Yeah. I, I would have thought this would have been like 10 months out, like a fall thing. But no, this is they're going to do what they did. Was it last year or year before where they released either Splatoon 2 or ARMS like during E3 in the summer? Uh, I think that might have been that, two years ago. I think that was Splatoon yeah. 2. But that's, I mean, that's awesome. I, I'm very excited. I love Super Mario Maker. Yeah. It was my game of the year 2015. Mm-hmm. Uh it's so good. Yeah. Uh, this looks amazing. And I can already tell what they did to change uh, how you create. Because the two-screen experience was so crucial Yeah, to Wii U, uh, right? There is no two-screen on Switch. It's, it's going to be like a weapon wheel. Mm-hmm. It looked like a weapon wheel. Yeah. And there's like tabs for it. Mm-hmm. Um, while I hate that in, uh, Red Dead, mm-hmm. that it'll work in this. Yeah. I, I see why they did it. Cause otherwise you wouldn't be able, you, if you made something that only worked in create mode in handheld, you couldn't stream it. Mm-hmm. And this game has to be streamed. It's yeah. all about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I hope someone on staff will be able to beat my levels. That's all I can say. Because I, I created a level on the previous one that is some of my best work. Uh, is this briefcase level five? Yeah. And no one's beaten it on staff. And it's only, it's 0.07% have cleared it. It's a super expert level. If you can recreate this in Mario Maker 2, I'm talking recreation. I know you're going to go on and do briefcase level six. 
I don't, what have you. But I don't know I, what I'm going to do. I want you to recreate Briefcase Level 5 on Switch. I will play it on stream every week until I finish it. Okay. I, I can do that. Uh, that's tough. The problem is, here's the problem with that. Yeah. To upload a level, the, yeah. I think to yeah. the, the most brilliant part of Mario Maker is yes. that to upload a level, you have to beat it. That the is the creator has to run through it one, without any continues or anything, yeah. and beat it. And I think that's brilliant. It is because otherwise, that whole their whole database of levels would be troll levels. Yeah, it would just be trash. Yeah. Uh, so no, it, it. I think that's a brilliant part of it, but yeah, for people who don't know, I spent I don't know about a month and a half making that level. Mm-hmm. It was like six weeks, and then it took me after I was done. It took me uh, two weeks. Of playing it to beat it. Yeah. Even though I created it. How how often did you play it during those two weeks? It was like... A couple hours a day? Yeah. Yeah. It's tough. Mm-hmm. It's not an easy level. No, it's not. It's a... It's, uh... But the other four... Actually, I have five other levels. They're all very fun. Uh, and I, I, I want to bring back a balance of that. I was... That was a dark time. Mm-hmm. Tw- early 2016 it was a dark time yeah it was before the Cavs won the nba finals right uh so yeah it was a it was a very evil evil level that i created uh but yeah some of my early ones were just fun i put amiibos down and you could just try on all my different amiibo character outfits let me say that i i am looking forward to super mario maker 2 like you i enjoyed the original it's also my game of the year mm-hmm. but i I'm already anticipating what it's going to turn into, which is what the first Mario Maker turned into, which is just thousands, basically, like thousands upon thousands of levels that are split in one of two ways, either on rails levels where you just have like you're riding like monorails and there are fireworks in the background and then you cross the, you hit the flagpole or super ridiculously absurdly hard levels that are meant for you to watch streamers beat like speedrunners beat like briefcase level five was not one of those it was challenging but you could beat it like i i actually i genuinely enjoyed that level because it wasn't like i mean you've seen some of the the mario maker levels that people created Mm -hmm. just obnoxiously hard Mm -hmm. which to me kind of goes against when mario maker came out i thought oh cool i'll have a bottomless well of mario of 2d mario levels to play and that Mm -hmm. game did not offer that for me at all it was very I, hard to find like quality Nintendo esque levels to play. You're playing it wrong. I'm sorry. How should I play it? I guess we didn't know each other back then. We did not. The way to play Mario Thank Maker you. is to create levels and challenge your friends to play them. And that, then talk shit to each other. Well, I think that's one way to play it. But <laughs> that's, that's the number one way. That's, that's how not. Ozzy and I were playing it. And it was like Ozzy levels were a pain in the ass. Like he made some tough ones. He made some fun ones. And then I made a level that Ozzy couldn't beat, and it was over. Was you it know? briefcase level five? Yeah, Ozzy's never beaten it. He had beaten everything else. So Andrew had beaten everything else. It, if you get competitive with it, also, you have to like creating. And I, I'm a big – I love city builders. I love a lot of games like this. Yeah. I This was a game that I had dreamed of since I played the first one. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I also was living in Houston at the time that it came out. My nephews were of the age where they were playing Wii U with me all the time. So it was super fun to let them create levels. 
right? Because like yeah. you just like you just watch him and you're like, that's what you're gonna do? <laughs> like like I'm gonna put lava there, but then I'm gonna put a bridge above that lava, and I'm like, well then, like, but it's just I I, I don't know. Like if you if you don't like the creative part, because the way you came at it, you're like, it's just a bunch of levels. I'm like, yeah. But you have to contribute to it, or else it's going to be shit. No, no, no. I, I didn't mean that. And so, well, let, let let's let Blake weigh in on this because I feel like you and I could debate this for a while. <laughs> Blake, what are your feelings on Mario Maker Two? Uh, so Mario Maker Two. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm looking for I'm looking forward to it because, like a lot of people, I skipped out on the Wii U, uh, and I really want to play it. Yeah, this is gonna uh, sell so truck tons. It it is, <laughs> and I think that that is probably gonna work in my favor because I feel like there will be a wider pool of all sorts of levels to mm-hmm. play. Yeah. Whereas the the Wii U, I think when you put it side by side with the Switch, was a, like a puddle. This is gonna be an ocean of levels. The thing is, and I agree with you. Like you know, one of the I think the biggest um, online friendly rivalries in Mario Maker was uh, Patrick. Klepik and and Dan Reichert, I think, yeah. would make levels and challenges. And that was really fun to watch. Mm-hmm. The game is great for that. Yeah. Here's the thing. I am not as into designing levels, although I'm going to try more of it this time around, because I pour a lot of my creative energy into what I do for a living. Mm-hmm. When I want to sit down with a video game, I kind of want something fun that's made for me, that, that I can find emergent gameplay in. Mm-hmm. But I think that the thing about Mario Maker is there's more than one way to play it. And I, I really wanted mm-hmm. someone to like channel the spirit of Nintendo and make some like meat and potatoes Mario levels. If there would have been more of those that were easier to find, because we did have the problem of levels being deleted if they weren't popular. And unless you were a streamer, your levels were going to get deleted. Mm-hmm. Um, unless, unless you had some sort of presence. It had to just, you had, people had to play it. People had to play it. If people didn't play your level, then it got deleted. Yeah. I, no, I had never had a problem with any mine. I, I think like, you have a presence, though. I know you're not. It wasn't, like, huge, though. I had, like, you know, I think in the case of le- Briefcase Level 5, maybe, like, a few thousand people played it, but not, like, millions. Well, that I mean, that's nice because we know the threshold is low enough that, like, a few thousand is enough yeah, to keep it around. Right? It, and that's good. I, yeah, I've seen levels that only, like, ten people played. But the thing is, I think the reason that game went in the direction it did is because it kind of became... Levels that streamers played were the ones that had like tens or hundreds of thousands of plays. Yeah. Oh, no. And I, I think a lot. What happened to that game were the autoplay levels. And there were just a shit ton of them. People yeah. were like, I can make some cool, crazy shit happen. Or when people figured out that you could make songs in it, it was basically Mario Paint. Yeah. Yeah. That plus autoplay levels. It ended everything else because that was like that was the SEO gold. Sure. That was that vein of crab sure. that everyone was fishing on, and, you know. And they were like, "Okay, we're just going to keep making these." And I agree, like it, the the levels got flooded with that. But uh, video game donkey did a great job of finding them. Uh, but there were some really fucking funny ones that were created. People would try to create like other games. Oh yeah, that's the thing. I don't want to. I'm not trying to take away from anyone's creativity. I played some really fun, creative levels, and some of my favorites are just seeing what people could do with the tools. Mm-hmm. Uh, the purely experimental. Yeah, I'm just saying. What you kind of proved my point. Like the game was just a became a deluge of autoplay levels, I agree. and then at the opposite end of the spectrum, there was there wasn't even really a spectrum. It was binary. It was autoplay, or just the crazy, ridiculous stuff that speedrunners love to play. 
because yeah, it's I, so ridiculous. I, I disagree because like I was in there playing and making. You would know more about I, it. I was it. making levels and I was very active on Meverse, so I had people sharing levels with me on Meverse at the time, uh, which was a huge deal back then. Yeah, like, I that had was. A, I had a lot of Meverse followers, and it was ridiculous. It, it became a thing. Do you think that? How will the Switch handle that? They don't have a Meverse type solution. Do you think that it's will impact use, the game? I bet the app. I bet their app is going to be involved, oh, and their app is awful. That. Yeah, I'm going to have to download that fucking thing. Yeah, I think that they'll probably make us download the app for well, it. I'll say this. I'm I'm going to get more invested in this. And I did play. I forgot to tell you. I'll have to give you the codes because I think you would like them. Some of my favorite Mario Maker levels, this one guy made them, and they were a series of platforming challenges designed for people who knew the mechanics and physics of Mario games down pat and yep. wanted to kind of push their knowledge of those. Mm-hmm. They were extremely fun. They were basically obstacle courses. Yeah. And they were hugely fun. Um, you know what? I just want to talk about things that they've added in two that yeah. I'm really excited about. Yeah. Uh, in SNES, you you know, the cages that you could, that oh, Mario yeah, that you would pop them and you can flip them around. Yeah. They added those. That's cool. I am so in. Yeah. Like when I, I saw that and I was like, oh shit. Other thing they added Super Mario 3D World assets. Not. The new Super Mario Bros. 3D World assets. Oh, right. 3D World. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's, I'm like, huh. What exactly are they getting at there? So that's something I missed in the trailer. Are these 3D World assets that you're going to use in, in the 2D for 2D levels? Like, what assets? I don't know. This is something we're probably going to hear more about before E3, right? Since yeah. it's coming out in June. There's going to be a... I bet they have a direct dedicated to it. Oh, yeah. I'm sure. Um, But I... And Animal Crossing will get their own fucking direct. See, you fucking Animal Crossing people, just shut the fuck up. <laughs> I saw your Twitter post, and I agree, by the way. Just shut the what, fuck here's, here's what I, I love Animal Crossing. Get, you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, I love yeah, that I do. game. Yeah. No, I actually love that but game. But it's coming. There's a new Animal Crossing you, coming. And you there's fans an are insufferable. Yeah. You got your game. You got it. You know it's coming. You're going to get your whole... You know what? I bet the booth at E3 <laughs> is just fucking Animal Crossing. No, it's going to be Mario Maker. Or Zelda. Or Zelda. That's tough now. What do they do? There's three games. Maybe it'll be all three. Uh, they did buy half of West Hall. Here's what it's going to be. It's going to be like the sea of Link's Awakening, but there will be different islands. And there'll be games on the islands? Games. Okay. That's what I'm. That's my prediction. I'm down. Yeah. Uh, well, what about this new Platinum Games title? Oh, uh, God, what was that called? I completely forget the name of it. But yeah, it it's the, the 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 Neo guys, right? It's the same it's devs the, who made Neo. Uh, near, right? Near. Sorry, near. I always mix those yeah, two. Yeah, it's. The near auto- the, automatic it, potato game, those guys. Yeah, it's like it was the creative. It's the creative director from Near. Uh, this is his first time being a producer. That's right. And it's it's similar. It has the uh, like the you controlling two characters sort of scheme going on, but it looks like you're a cop with some sort of robot companion that you can. Summon that game kind of came and went for me. I don't know that I've played anything by Platinum, so I didn't really get excited really? about that. But you don't like the Bayonetta game? Platinum? No, I don't. I don't. I have a whole thing Vanquish? against that genre. But yeah. Ah, uh, 
That breaks my heart. Platinum is one of my favorite developers. Astral Chain. Blake, That's if it's one of your favorite developers, why are you blanking on the name of their next game? <laughs> Astral Chain. Uh, because he didn't see the direct. Because well, okay. it's been a busy. Yeah, it's been a busy week. Okay. I, yeah. Uh, I watched the trailer for it, but okay. Yeah. Man, Fair enough. I, no, it's called I can Astral tell you Chain. About, yeah, I, I couldn't remember yeah. either. There was it's thirty five minute was, Nintendo Direct is like, and there's this game, and this game, and yeah. we're gonna have a Final Fantasy you didn't even want, and then we're gonna go here, <laughs> and then bam, <laughs> you know what? Tetris up in your face. Yeah. Bam! Yeah. Like, yeah. Bam! What yeah, was that? What the hell just happened to video games this week? T- Nintendo, man. Nintendo Tetris goes, oh, you know what kind of sucks? Switch Online. You know what doesn't suck anymore? Switch Online. Because you got Tetris Battle Royale, motherfuckers. Yeah. Deal with it. Best so, Battle Royale game I, ever. Period. End of story. Yeah. I, I need to download that. Um, can you throw down with friends? Are you allowed to Not yet. Or is it all random? It's one versus 99. Huh. You know what? Amy and I... We both have switches. We were sitting side by side with our TVs. We counted down. We started the game at the same time, like four times in a row. We never got matched up, which is just kind of weird. Yeah. Which is, I'm not complaining. I'm just saying it is kind of weird. Like a like a throw me in with friends option would be really fun. Well, there's also a they, they did some data mining uh, already. Oh, gotta love the data mining. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's a squad and a duos that are going to be matchmaking options in the future. Okay. So they're they're gonna do something where that's you cool. both join and you're like a team. Okay, that's cool. And I guess if one of you survives, your team wins. I, I should clarify. I'm kind of a fan of the bare bones presentation of that game. It's mm-hmm. just Tetris as Tetris. Like go in and you're playing against other people. Go. Yeah. Like at this point, it's like it's like if there's a new Batman movie. Like I don't need to know how Bruce Wayne became Batman. He's Batman. Just go. Yep. And I like that. That's yeah. Tetris. Like just go. You're playing against other people and it's Tetris. Oh, it's fucking great yeah it's it's, oh my god i love this game yeah i played a shit ton of it the day it came out uh and then yeah i finally won today that's right i was first place dude it is so fucking hype like when you get to 50 music changes 20 music changes 10 also i like how they use the speed yeah as as you get closer and closer to the final 50 final 20 final 10 that's when they start ratcheting up the speed yeah oh yeah and it is so epic. Yeah. Every I, the, you know, like in uh, in PUBG or Fortnite, the the end of the game can be anticlimactic sometimes. That is never the case in in this. Never. It's always hype as fuck whenever it's, someone wins because you're like that last two is so intense. That's like inherent in Tetris because Tetris can ha- you can mount crazy comebacks in a game of Tetris. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, yeah. Then there's momentum. And there's attacks. There's like KOs. There's they keep track of how many KOs you have. It goes KO every time you get a KO. Mm-hmm. It's just fun. That's it a is. fun video game. It's, it is so fun. It's great because I've been playing so much Tetris Effect mm-hmm. lately. Like, exactly. I feel like that's gonna give me a leg up. Oh, it totally does. <laughs> I was like, I was like, oh, so you're giving me more Tetris, eh? I'm, I'm well glad. Played. Well played, video games. Also, making it a free down. Who's the developer of Tetris 99? I, that's a great question. I don't know. Because I'm kind of wondering. Mother like, Russia. I think the Tetris company. Yeah, I guess it would be. That's because they have the main, like, the Russian theme song in it. Yeah, it's the Tetris company. Okay. Russia. Yeah, Russia took the. But it's Nintendo paying the them to make a Switch Online exclusive. Yeah. 
And up until this point, what was Switch Online? I, it was well, what you used to play Mario Kart. I was going to say, like, what, has there ever been a Switch Online exclusive? No. This is the first, This right? sets a precedent. Yeah. This sets a whole new precedent where they're like, oh, Game Pass is cool. Let's do that. Yeah. Switch Online is now Game Pass. And it's cheaper. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I don't know if it's that's an exact analog, but it like exclusive titles is a good thing. And it's already like an, an amazing value to begin with. It's a fraction of the cost of mm -hmm. Xbox Live and Sony's, whatever it's called, PlayStation Plus. Arika. Erica. Is the developer? A oh, it's, it's not the Tetris company. It's a Japanese developer. Uh, it was formed in 1995 by a bunch of former Capcom people. Oh, Ooh. go get your boba. Alola is off the couch. Uh, yeah, they apparently it's like a maybe it's kind of like a panic button situation, but in Japan. Yeah, I don't know. I but because well, you can't make Tetris and you can't make you can't use that song without it being the Tetris company licensing it. Yeah, so it's a combination of the Tetris company licensing, Nintendo paying this developer to make the game. Yeah, uh, but yeah, it's not. Uh, it's published by Nintendo and it's developed by Erika. And it came out well, on my birthday. It's already so that's pretty best cool. Battle Royale. That's the best battle royale game ever. It's the yeah. Of it's, 2019. I think that Sorry, we're gonna Apex just. Legends. I hope that this <laughs> is the, the the that that moment where battle royale just becomes everything. It's like you know what? Let's get our death race battle royale on. Well, let's get like a flying game where I can have a dog fight with a hundred people. I mean, it turns out like you and I were kind of on the same page because yeah. I battle royale really doesn't interest me because I don't play a lot of contemporary shooters. And as I was playing this, like I saw the Tetris 99 announcement, I downloaded, played. I'm like, oh, so this is Tetris Battle Royale. Well, why can't like different genres other than shooters have a battle royale type situations mm -hmm. where you take, especially in this case, where you take a known game conceit as Tetris and just add 98 other people to it? 99. Uh, is it 99 total? No, it's you versus 99 other people. Oh, so it's 100 people. Yeah, it's 100 people. Okay. Yeah. All right. I've got I've got an idea, guys, and I'm I'm trademark copywriting this idea right here. This is my idea, Blake's idea, Blake Morse, my idea. Okay. You do you do a you do you do a dance dance revolution or dance central style game, that's a dance a thon, right? And you have See, that would work you have too. prizes. Yeah. yeah. You have real world prizes for it, so. The longer that people dance, you know, and then also optional. There's also there's already optional camera. Well, you would need the camera, right? So you can see the people dancing during the dance-a-thon. Would you win a bar? Would you win a bar? No, it's not a. It's always sunny dancing. Oh, it's not one of those. Okay. <laughs> Although that would be cool. Although you could tie it in. Damn it, Charlie! Your you literacy think, has screwed us again. <laughs> you, do you think FX has a budget for that? I'm sure they do. To like give somebody a bar of their own. Yeah. They'd probably just end up with a cash equivalent. That's fine. But yeah, so I we yeah. talked a little bit. We talked about uh, a little bit about Tetris. We talked about Mario Maker. Uh, but I do, I do like your, uh, I do like this idea, Blake, of another. I don't know if that's battle royale. It's just like like you said, it's a dance-a-thon. 
Uh, yeah, but a hundred one versus a hundred, right? Mm-hmm. You're saying you, uh, totally just, yeah. you could do that with Beat Saber, just like set up a hundred VR kiosks, mm-hmm. and the last person standing wins. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <man>. <laughs> the <laughs> problem with well. dancethons. People sometimes get hurt and die at those things, or you know, it's the risk you have. There's to some take liability. You gotta have to those waivers. Everybody, yeah, everybody's gotta both sign those, those waivers. Things, yeah, both of those things happen in life. Yeah, yeah. so true. Dancing is life. I've seen <sighs> dancing movies. I know. Look it's, at this out of control. I know. Just that bed. Lola, Lola <laughs> you are just a disaster. <laughs> yeah. You don't even want to know, man. That poor bed. I yeah, that bed is just lying there, prone and helpless. And Lola's just, you know what? You know what? Loop Daddy would say. He would say, "Stop that rape, Lola." Oh my goodness. Do you want no, that? it's cool. You guys, <laughs> you guys can watch. I guess. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> this, this bed likes it. It tells me so. Oh, it does geez. kind of. It buys I mean, me. Does it say like this good girl on there? Stuff, it does. It yeah. says it, it. All it is is a bunch of compliments for her. It's like <laughs> good dog, love <laughs> for a best friend. <laughs> I don't. I don't it's understand enticing. the dynamics of best friendships anymore. I guess. I guess not. Uh, so you know how millennials are. <laughs> that's true. Do you want to talk about that other game they announced? Uh, yes, I do. What was that again? It was uh That was a remake it, oh. Dead by Daylight. Oh yeah, that's Donkey Kong. Oh, it three. was no uh Hellblade is coming to Switch. Right. That was bizarre. I was like, really? Cuz Microsoft bought Ninja Theory, right? So they don't necessarily have to Phil release Spencer it. is all about playing nice with rival with rivals though. Yeah, cuz Xbox One failed. Yeah. So he's like, hey, Nintendo. And we'll get to Crackdown 3 in a little bit. Yeah, we will. But uh, I'm I'm pretty excited about... Well, I, I'm not. I think it's... I don't... It's too early in the year for me to get excited mm-hmm. about The Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening remake. But you and I were talking about this before the show. That's two for the bed. Lola. Poor bastard. Lola. Uh, oh, my goodness. I have a I have this gap in my in my Zelda knowledge, Joseph. Yeah, Zelda is my favorite series, but I didn't play any of the handheld versions mm-hmm. until A Link Between Worlds. And I was trying to think like why this was because I had a Game Boy. But the thing was in 1993 when this game came out, I was playing a lot of PC games. One in particular. Yeah. Uh, and then every time Nintendo had a new handheld. I, I think I went from Game Boy to DS, but I still didn't play. I didn't play either of the Zelda games on that for whatever reason. Uh, and even then, I wasn't playing a lot of handheld games. I was playing console games and PC games. Did you play Four Swords? No. Wow. No. Oh, man. That, I wanted to play Four Swords so bad. but That looked fun, but it wasn't uh, like a Zelda game I would go out of my way to try because it wasn't. I just, it's like Zelda Hyrule Warriors. It's fun, but it's not a Zelda game. It's fun. Yeah, was, that's what fun. I said. It's fun, but it's not like to me Zelda. There's a certain type of Zelda game that makes it as a Zelda game. You don't think that Zelda can be multiplayer? I think it can be. It's the ones that you like don't happen to be multiplayer. Correct. 
<laughs> no, no, no. I think it can be fun, but it's like I th- there's something about growing up as a kid. Zelda was like I'm I'm alone. Yep. I'm just like immersing myself in this world and not worrying about what are the other jackass is doing in this game. You're world. the hero of time. I'm the hero of time. Yeah, I know. And I'm I'm, I'm Batman. I'm flying solo. It no was Robin. Ex- so I was excited because I love Zelda, and this is a game that I didn't get to play the whole way through it, oh you so you did play some I, of it. i had played a little of it because i when my friend had a game boy i didn't have a game boy i didn't get a game boy till the advanced sp yeah i had the advanced and then i had the advanced SP. It's a hell of a, a model though yeah i i sold my advance and bought an sp with it but yeah. i had the advance at launch because i was writing for tendo box at the time right right and then uh there was an f-zero game on that mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh and then so yeah mark that on bingo bad kitty uh, and then, yeah, I had the advanced SP, and by then I was playing Tetris on there. Yeah, <laughs> I was playing. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. There's a ton of great games on the on the advanced. So I was playing. Yeah, the advanced is great. Uh, but I never got to play. I never played it because when it was the it game, I didn't have it. You know. So the thing I, about I Link's, missed it. Link's Awakening, though, I don't know that it was ever the it game. It was almost Majora's Mask, where like it uh-huh. had a very passionate following, mm-hmm. but it never quite hit the heights of Link to the Past before it, or Ocarina of Time, especially mm-hmm. after it. Yeah, it was. It's beloved by the people who played it, but it was never like it was early Game Boy. It was. It, no, the Game Boy was four years old. Four? Yeah, really? Because it came out in '89. Okay. Yeah, so it was, but Game, Game Boy, Boy had this really long life cycle. Game Boy came out that early. Yeah, and it a- was basically dead, and then Pokemon came out in '98 and brought this nine-year-old handheld back from the dead. But you're, you're saying Link's Awakening came out in '89? No, 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 '93. '93. Game Boy came oh, out '89. Okay, so the Game okay, Boy okay. was four years got old. It. Yeah, got it. Which is mature for a handheld. Yeah, it was um, just kind of dead at that point. It, yeah, it was. It's great, but a lot of people had already moved on. Super Nintendo was going really strong. Mm-hmm. Uh. So yeah, like I'm. I know that the people who love Link's Awakening, or this the same thing with people who loved Majora's Mask, they're very passionate about. It. I'm one of those people. Majora's Mask is up there, top three for me. I want a Majora's Mask in the Breath of the Wild world. That would be awesome. Give me that. Give me whatever Bizarro Breath of the Wild game. But like same engine, same game. Give that me, me from, now. From what we've seen from the admittedly short trailer of the Link's Awakening remake, it seems to channel a lot of the original game. You have like. Nintendo was doing all sorts of weird crossover stuff in that game. Like they had Chain Chomps, Mario was in it. Yeah. Um, do you remember you would equip you could equip any item you wanted to A or B. There wasn't a dedicated sword button. Yeah. Which was I guess that might be where Ocarina of Time system originated. I, I saw this interview with uh Sakurai and Miyamoto and there some the interviewer was like, Did you ever think it was weird that Kirby was in Link's Awakening? And they're like, No. No. I thought that was pretty normal. Yeah. Do you know the story behind that game? It was made by a bunch of engineers and artists in Nintendo who were moonlighted. That was not an official greenlit game until it was far enough along that Miyamoto was like, sure, fine. Because he was working on the Ultra 64 oh, at the okay. time. And so like yeah. it was it was kind of like Mega Man 2. Like, it was made by a bunch of guys who would just put in hours after work because they wanted to make this Zelda game. And that's why it's kind of really weird because like they didn't have any restrictions. They were just like, "What if the chain chomp was in here?" And they were like, "That sounds cool," <laughs> and that that's literally how this happened. <laughs> and so that's also part of why it's beloved. Like it's it's like Majora's Mask. It's really weird, yeah, but endearingly. So it's also it's really really good. Like from what I've heard, yeah, there are some great dungeons in that game. Mm-hmm. There are even like two D platforming sections. Yeah, where you like have to jump. It's from platform such a to platform. bizarre game. It is, and like I'm I'm. 
Also, I love the art style. Uh-huh. It looks like the successor, the art style is like the successor to the style of A Link Between Worlds. Sure. I think it's just so, mm-hmm. it's so charming. But I think the big deal is this is the first time since, I guess, 1991 that a 2D top-down Zelda has been on a console. I mean, I know the Switch is both console and handheld, mm-hmm. but for a while, like, mm-hmm. 2D Zeldas. Yeah, it's just yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I'm saying like this is still something you could play on your TV. Yeah, the dock. Yeah, the dock. Yeah, like a 3DS does not count as a console. No, it's a handheld. It's a handheld, purely handheld. Um, but like, this is I don't know. Like, I think I'm gonna be excited for it. Right now, it's too far off for me to be excited about it. But I think you know we were asking like with Metroid Prime 4's delay, mm-hmm. what is Nintendo's? They usually have like two banner games at least a year. They have. A lot of smaller releases, but there are a couple games that like they put their horses behind. Yeah, I think we have Mario Maker two in the summer, and then in, for the holidays, like this is a mainline Zelda game. Yeah, getting a full on remake. I don't think that the Zelda franchise historically has been that big of a seller compared to Mario, compared to Smash last year. No, but that's almost an unfair comparison because both those games are much more mainstream. Uh-huh. Um, but no, what I was going to say is Breath of the Wild broke that trend. It did. It sold over 10 million units. So it makes sense for, you know, while Breath of the Wild is still fresh in everyone's mind, to give them more Zelda lore on the same console. And you know what the purpose this serves. Like, as soon as I saw this, I was like, not that this is going to be some throwaway project, but this is the perfect stopgap because i think most of nintendo's core zelda team is working on mm-hmm. the first native breath of the wild style game on in that switch. franchise yeah yeah for switch uh but i i think it's i think it's gonna be yeah this is definitely cool. a system that we're gonna get two mario 3d platformers and two zelda games on this is very much like the wii where we're gonna get galaxy one and two and we're gonna get whatever the fuck those two waggle zelda were yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or well, Twilight and Skyward Waggle Sword, yeah. and Waggle too. Whatever the f- waggle when, waggle too, when yeah. they made me Waggle and Zelda, I was like, I'm out. I'll see you later. I'll <laughs> see you later. Uh, understandable. understandable. I was like, I'm out. But uh, no, I I'm back in a big way. I just think it's it's an interesting title, and it's like I tweeted this. I'm like, Nintendo's just gonna do what Nintendo does. This was like a perfect example of that. They're like. We're gonna remake Link's Awakening. That's that's the thing. Like no one, it, you're right. It wasn't a huge seller at for what it was. No, like the o- the obvious thing. Most companies would have been like, "We're gonna make a Link to the Past." Yeah. No, Nintendo's like, "No, you know what? We're gonna go with another cult favorite, like yeah. Majora's Mask, and we're gonna remake that." Yeah. That's a Nintendo move yeah. right there. Yeah. So I think that was a link, a, it's a an link, interesting play. Mm-hmm. A Link to the Past is my all-time favorite Zelda game. I see oh, that. Yeah, but yeah, I'm I'm stoked game. for Link's Awakening. Yeah, I haven't played that since it came out on the the Game Boy, the so, original Game Boy version. Were you a fan so of that game I'm back then, Blake? Yeah, it was great. It was just more Zelda, and uh, you know, I love the first Zelda for the Nintendo. Mm-hmm. Link to the Past was. Like I said, it's still my favorite Zelda, and uh, that's because you haven't played. I bought a three D. Uh, yeah. Uh, but I also bought a three DS just to play a link between two worlds. I haven't played that yet. Oh, that game was so great. I need to play that. I think it's better than Uh, a link to the past. Oh, 
Yeah, I know. I already, I already admitted that I didn't He's play that either. many times. Yeah, I, I didn't. I haven't played that, and I haven't played uh, either of those two Waggle. I, I played the first Waggle Zelda, and then they made me fish with, while waggling, and I'm like, I'm out. I don't want to do this at all. <coughs> How did you break fishing in the game? They broke fishing in Zelda. They did, and I was like, I'm out. <laughs> that was the fastest I quit playing a Zelda game ever. It, you know, it, it broke a tradition at that point. Any any console Zelda I had beaten up until that point. Yeah. Uh, and then I just got off the train. Not that this means you'll play it, but I I would be very surprised if they don't port over Twilight Princess and Wind Waker HD to the to the Switch. Oh, I, I, yeah, Wind Waker's coming. Yeah, Wind Waker at least. I thought it was Wind Waker. When we first saw the water yeah. at, at the Direct, I was like, oh, shit. And then I was like, for a second, I just kind of wanted it to be an animated series. That would be cool, too. Like, I was like... <gasps> Is this the cartoon? But <laughs> so I was like, I really, there's long been talked like this Zelda series going to Netflix or Hulu or something. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh man, that would have been a cool announcement too. Let's Maybe that's this will serve to make the Zelda franchise more visible so they could do something like that. Well, here's the thing. I had kind of a crazy thought. I was thinking about this trailer. I watched it many, many times. Do you remember back before Wind Waker came out as a pre-order bonus, you would get Ocarina of Time and Ocarina of Time Master Quest? Mm-hmm. for pre-ordering well remember in 2013 when a link between worlds came out the 3d was great but this was also around the time when nintendo was kind of starting to back away from the 3d effect and yeah, sure. promote 2ds what if they also put a link between worlds on switch i would be very happy yeah because this a link's awakening visually looks like a direct descendant of a link between worlds that would just be kind of cool I just think they're setting an interesting precedent here because this is a Game Boy game. Yeah. That they're remaking. <laughs> right? It's almost a trend, though. Like, this is the first. I think. Are they doing this in house? Do we know if this is in house? We don't know anything. Because they did just a couple of years ago. They Another studio under contract by Nintendo remade Metroid 2, also a Game Boy game. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting that they're going back to yeah. the Game Boy library, which had a lot of hits, but. And it's weird. Like the Game Boy, I think up until semi recently was like the best selling console of all time. But some of the games on it, the like first party Nintendo games, are still considered sleeper hits. Yeah, they didn't sell extremely well. No, it was because cartridges were super expensive back then. Yeah, but in Nintendo's case, they didn't have to ship them to themselves. They had access to that yeah. stock. But it was like Metroid. In Metroid's case, I Metroid has never con- been from oh, a yeah. consumer standpoint. Oh yeah, it was it was expensive to be a Game Boy. Owner, it was and. Uh, the rental scene wasn't really there at first no uh for a while well you're really... right i don't remember i remember renting like i rented a lot of nes and snes games but i didn't rent a lot of game boy no, games i didn't remember it, seeing them it was poor supply for that stuff so it, yeah. was, it was harder to be a mobile like a portable gamer back then yeah it which is like almost ironic considering that game boy was ubiquitous mm-hmm. for a long time this was an i i, I liked this move because i'm like okay nintendo you're you're sending me a message here and i like it <laughs> you know i'm like yeah. if you're just gonna if you have this treasure trove of ip that you can just cherry pick yeah like we're gonna remake that and that and that then the switch can end up being the greatest console of all time i think it could uh but it won't until there's an f-zero game on it got some bad news for you i'm just saying <laughs> i won't call it the goat unless there's this yeah. but you it has, has though you have I know it is. What it's exactly great. what they announced? 
I mean, that's the thing. A lot of people, like, I, I know people were hoping for news of Metroid Prime 4, but frankly, it was too soon oh, after no. the announcement that they no, rebooted it. they wanted it. the Prime Trilogy. Yeah. So, well, but that, they also wanted news of the Prime Trilogy port. Mm-hmm. I think that's something, again, this is, it's February. Yeah. There's a lot of 2019 left. That's I think what we'll I mean. hear like, about this later. This is a big direct. Yeah, 35 minutes. Uh, but a lot of news came out of it. A lot of games mm-hmm. were announced. Yeah. And I'm like, they're not done. No. You know, so there's there's more games that they're going to talk about this mm-hmm. year. I think back half of the year is going to be Pokemon again. It's like we're going to talk about Pokemon. Uh, you That's know, cause true. You got Pokemon coming, yeah. and then you got the movie coming too. Yeah, you have Detective yeah. Pikachu coming That's out right. May May tenth, and then you have Pokemon the back half of this year. So you know that they're going to have a direct or two dedicated to Pokemon, and then there's going to be a direct for Animal Crossing. But somewhere in there, there's room for these sneaky little, oh, yeah, we remade all the Metroid Primes. Yeah. Like, here's this trilogy thing. Here's right. this. We remade something. Like, remake Blast Core. Was that? Was <laughs> like, that Rockstar? It was Rare. Rare. Okay. What but, am I thinking of? Didn't Rockstar have a game on N64 that... Table Tennis? No... Didn't that? Didn't you buy that pizza party game or whatever that was like Blast Corps? Awesome. Oh yeah, I did. That <laughs> thing was so stupid. <laughs> the game is great. You're like a giant robot. You just do somersaults through buildings and shit. It's a really fun game. Super stupid. I need to stream that or something. You should. Uh, that'd be a good one. No one knows what's stopping you. No, there's just we'll so many. There's so many games on Switch, uh, and is, there's not is enough. Is Animal Crossing also coming out this year? Yeah, yeah. This is a pretty loaded it's year pretty for first-party Switch games. Yeah, and so, it it hits a lot of very large fan bases. Yeah, like Animal Crossing is fucking huge. Yeah, it is. Uh, and their fans kind of, yeah. Uh, no, like I'm a fan of Animal Crossing. That's what's funny about it. Like I'm a huge Nintendo nerd, and, and like. Even Nintendo fans can be. I was like, "Wow, you guys are a little bit much today." Yeah, <laughs> like back off. There's this. This is about Mario Maker and, and Zelda. There's room in the the fandom for all the games. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I did so, find this guy on about- Twitter, F Zero Pit Stop. Just shout out to him. Uh, he's he's sad mm-hmm. about F Zero not existing too. Here's um here's a thought. What about a Switch XL? Do you think that might be something they announced this year? bigger no well just like a a, a switch hardware upgrade a switch hardware upgrade yeah that could be yeah uh it would i think e3 would be the time to announce it yeah or like limited edition like skins if they if they skinned a switch (laughs) like an nes or something like that that would definitely the the 3ds uh, i feel like the 3ds and 2ds got like six new skins a year so that could very well happen well i think it's inevitable that you're gonna get a pokemon bundle yeah with like pikachu's face Mm -hmm. on the back of your switch or Or pikachu on like a yellow controller with pikachu on it like joy con yeah yeah there'll be limited edition joy cons and pikachu's Mm -hmm. head on it or something yeah uh, I think that that's likely, but there's a rumor that they're making a Switch Mini, and it's gonna be a smaller form factor Switch hmm. with similar hmm. specs, and that it would cost less. Hmm. They're trying to hit two fifty or two hundred. Play all the games. Yeah, same hardware. Um, I guess they would 
not it's i guess the joy cons would the joy cons would not remove i think they'd be kind of hmm. on it i don't know they get, it gets messy. So it gets yeah, really messy. They can create a mess. If they, if they do that, it'll get really messy. Yeah. Um, I don't know what. There's a rumor that there's a refresh of the switch. Um, which is, I mean, yeah, like I think that's to be expected, right? Like, but I don't know what that would be. Yeah. One thing I, I talked about on the last episode. Uh, we, I was talking with Blake and them. Uh. Overclockers are able to overclock the switch processor by like fifty percent and not experience any battery degradation or overheating. <laughs> so it's like they just need to like flip the switch on the thing and it'll actually run better. <laughs> so like yeah. I feel like there's they could do that and repackage it as new hardware. Sure. And charge us more. Sure. Uh I hope they don't. Uh but I was talking to uh Serpico. Uh, one of our mods over on the chatty about mm -hmm. this huge Nintendo nerd. Mm -hmm. And he said that uh, handheld uh, Nintendo devices tend to get upgrades in years where a major Pokemon comes out. Like 3DS XL came out the year of whatever the fuck, uh, Sun and Moon. And I a guess, couple other times that's happened. I guess that some of that might be coincidence, though. I, the yeah. the, the uh, DS Lite? Mm -hmm. came out it coincided uh day and date with new super mario brothers yeah because i remember i went into a game slap and i played it and the screen was just beautiful and i was like i want one of these right now and yep. i traded in my ds for it yeah um but yeah i mean i think especially as time went on i'm trying to remember when game boy pocket mm -hmm. came out because a lot of people i knew played pokemon red and blue on a game boy pocket mm -hmm. the game boy color was also a thing and then well then they released i think Game Pokemon Boy, Yellow. Yeah, Game Boy Color was launched with a Pokemon. Yeah, Yellow. So think, that you started with Pikachu because Pikachu was all the rage. Yeah, then. yeah. So I think there's there yeah. is some precedent for that, but I don't know. It would make a little sense. Yeah. Um. But I I, well, I think the crucial part is that the games will work across both of them. Uh, you might just have a different. There might be a spec bump. So that's the thing, right? Like the 3DS was the first time. The 3DS XL was the first time where. Not only do they change the form factor, they change the input. They change the input, but they also like certain games. A very select few, but still, certain games would only run on new 3DS hardware. Mm -hmm. uh, I feel like they added the nubbin though, and they yeah they added the nub, but that didn't change <laughs> anything. Like certain games just didn't use it. There was a certain RPG I don't remember the name, but you could not play it on a 3DS or 3DS XL. It had to be new. It was probably Monster Hunter. It wasn't Monster Hunter. No. Uh, I, I'll have to look it up. But the thing is, I think year two is, is right for a hardware refresh, but the question is, is it just form factor, mm -hmm. or are we also going to have a hardware bump and certain games require it? Yeah, that's a good, I don't know. You know. Hmm. I don't know. Um, I'm not... I'm not factoring in a, a new switch this year in my financial projections for Nintendo. Mm. Uh, but I think we'll have a better idea when they report their next quarter because that's when they give full year guidance. Yeah. Uh, and if they're releasing a new hardware system, you would think they would be more optimistic about their unit sales. Yeah. So we'll see. Uh, I'll say this. I think if they do it, they do it in quarter four or three. Yeah. But it's, it's later in the year. Yeah. Like they'll announce it. I think they would announce it at E3. Yeah. 
and then they would be like okay we're gonna have a press event in october yeah you know and then it it comes out in november yeah i think that that if it happens we'll know by june Mm -hmm. uh but i don't think they're having problems selling the current hardware so that's why i'm like you know what wait like almost don't announce anything at e3 watch sony and microsoft see who blinks first and then whenever you're ready you can release yours you know i feel like they're they're kind of running their own race they are you know what i I was more i was leaning more toward the announcement of hardware free refresh for this year before i realized how stacked their, their software is their software not just software like we know there's droves of third party stuff coming now yeah. but their first party lineup like this year i would say they like objectively don't need a hardware refresh yeah they're gonna get a bump in sales from pokemon from mario maker 2 from zelda maybe next year when the switch turns three mm-hmm. you know because that'd be and about like, the time game like how do you know how many mm-hmm. copies splatoon 2 sold how many nine million yeah that's like it'll be a 10 million seller by, yeah by next quarter yeah um Games that you don't think would sell well, yeah. historically, are mm-hmm. selling great. Mario Maker, or sorry, uh, Mario Tennis sold like three million units. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's just it's the Wii effect. Like more people have it, yeah. so you're going to sell more games. Exactly, and yeah. the, the attach rate for Nintendo consoles when they're hot is way higher than the attach rate for a PlayStation or an Xbox One mm-hmm. historically. Yeah, uh, you'll get seven games attached to a system in a year. Yeah. Uh, where like th- you're lucky on Xbox or PS4 if people buy three games on your system that mm-hmm. year. There, there's know. sort of uh, I mean, indies indies love them too. Yeah, and then there's that. Yeah, well, here, so. so here's the thing. Another announcement yeah. we got I think this week was um, what was originally planned as an expansion the for Hornet. Hollow Knight Silk Song is yeah. now going to be a full fledged sequel, and yeah. it's launching on PC and Switch uh-huh. with Xbox One and PS4 games to follow at a later date. Yeah. So it's like, when the hell ever, we don't care, we want PC and Switch. Because I think Hollow Knight sold more on Switch than it did on any of the platform. Combined. So now indies are targeting it. Mm-hmm. You know? Oh, and... Uh, they, and I hear that from a lot of indie developers. Yeah. yeah. That, that was the same they, thing they, that uh, yeah. the developer for my friend Pedro told us at PAX West. Mm-hmm. Was it, yeah, PC and Switch and other consoles later. I mean, if you look, I remember last summer when I got Hollow Knight, I got super into it, and I was looking at the eShop, and for months, Hollow Knight was number one. Hollow Knight was beating Mario Odyssey, Breath of the Wild, everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, and no offense to the, the guys at uh, System Era, but man, they should have gone with Switch at launch. That thing would be perfect on the system. They were, but they're going to they get people to in, double dip. In 2017, like remember when Switch launched, that game, Astronaut had been out for like two and a half months. Yeah. They were growing. And then, you know, Paul Pepper passed away. And they just, they had a lot of building to do. Yeah. No, it's, and they, they're going to get the double dip effect. Yeah. You get people who bought your uh, early access game in 2016 that are going to buy it for switch in 2020 sure you know so i, I think they're going to get double dippers that way but it's just it's frustrating i was like watching chris stream it yeah uh, i was i was i was hang, helping him out on the stream yesterday and i was like god damn it this game should be on switch there's an astronaut clone on switch yeah i'm not gonna give them money. no 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 i'm not saying I'm, <laughs> I'm saying like i think i think you're right system error needs to they move get the in, let out stake their claim they i would if i were over there i would move my chips towards nintendo uh, cause that's just, 
look at what all the other indies are doing. Well, it's, it's but great to see. They meet the target graph demographic, right? Like when a, a lot of uh, when Adam Yonix and other system area developers would demo that game, they would have kids coming up and just getting completely enthralled in it. That mm-hmm. could be like a new type of Minecraft oh, for kids. Definitely. You know, that is it is the new Minecraft. Yeah. Because Minecraft's old. We my my niece discovered Minecraft. She she got her own Switch because my brother in law could never play his. Yeah. She's I mean Minecraft is I don't know it's one of those games that it might be ever timeless. Yeah. It's timeless. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not saying that Minecraft's going to go away, but I think that there's room for that same level of experimenting and yeah building and creating. Uh, and Astroneer just feels fun when you progress. It does. It's a rewarding game, and sometimes Minecraft isn't rewarding. No uh but yeah i i i don't know i i I like that trend though that Mm -hmm. that you're seeing steam and not just steam pc yeah and (laughs) clearly epic game store is making moves in the indie space too yeah you're seeing a lot epic games and switch Mm -hmm. uh that's what you're hearing a lot of yeah and that's cool that's great for devs Mm -hmm. uh something that's not great for devs we should probably talk about is activision blizzard yeah Did you guys... Man, what the fucking fuck? I uh, think... Uh, yeah, how many people did they lay off? 800. 800 8% of their workforce. Um, Approximately wow. 800 people. Yeah. And it was disproportionately uh, Blizzard employees. Yeah. I I have uh, feelings about this. Are they, yeah. I think we all do. I think just, we all do. But it's just... Is, is this them giving up on heroes of the storm Mm -hmm. and uh i think everyone that's everyone that got on the esports train a lot of of hearthstone people this is much bigger than that yeah Yeah. i know this is much bigger than any one property this this is probably the death of blizzard entertainment in all but name Mm -hmm. blizzard entertainment like its software always had a when it's done policy. Yep. And I know for a fact that that came back to bite people at certain times, but it never hurt the company. Sure. They went 12 years between StarCraft sequels, 12 years between Diablo sequels, five or six years between Warcraft 2 and 3 mm-hmm. because fans knew that, yes, it's going to take for damn ever, but when it comes out, it's going to be gold. Mm-hmm. Activision said release more games you know, eliminate employees. They, they've been absorbed by the corporate machine, which is huge because Blizzard, what not a lot of people realize is that Blizzard has been owned since 1994, but only until now have they had their autonomy taken from them. Mm-hmm. When Mike Morheim left, a lot of people saw that as, all right, this is, this is, that's it. There's a sea change coming. That's it. That's the moment. Yeah. When he announced he was leaving at BlizzCon. Yeah. I was like, oh shit. And then, the first wave of layoffs happened within a month, mm-hmm. and now a second wave of layoffs, and it's disproportionately Blizzard employees. Yeah, do you it's, know because they don't release a game every year. Yeah, or or your game, Hots, mm-hmm. is the third most popular right. MOBA. Mm-hmm. You're not Dota, and you're not LOL, so you're dead. Mm-hmm. Honestly, out of those three, I like playing Hots. Out of those three. It's it's more fun, more condensed. It's less fucking work, you know, like, yeah. and less of a toxic community actually. Uh, and 
they just they saw it they're like you're losing money you're out it's such a financial engineering decision that that happened here and when it comes to people who make art to make things that take time actually care about their craft uh yeah i agree with you i think blizzard's dead i think they should just drop it from the name just call it activision because like overwatch is their esport and do you watch Overwatch League, either of you guys? No. Blake, have you ever watched no, it? I have not watched Overwatch League specifically. I've watched competitive Overwatch before. But it's pretty fucking past. boring. Yeah. It's not an entertaining thing to watch. Here's here's the thing. The, so they're putting all their eggs the, in that. A common, a variable that not a lot of people are mentioning it, is WoW. Wow, if it were yeah. still the moneymaker that yeah. it was even 10 years ago, this would not have happened. That's why they should have made a world of StarCraft. They had a perfect opportunity to go, hey, you know what? Wow's kind of dying. Let's make a new Wow. Exact same mechanics. Put it in a different universe. Boom. Cash I, in. You know what? I, I was one of those who wanted that, but I don't think it would have worked for the same reason why EverQuest 2 and EverQuest kind of cannibalized yeah, each other. You sure. can't really... No, I mean, you had to time it where WoW was dying. WoW was there, instead, so you move on. But what what did they do instead? Expansion, expansion, expansion. 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 Yeah, yeah. And who, who do you think was telling them to do that? You know what I mean? So it's like the, the writing was on the wall here at Blizzard yeah. for years. Yeah. And it's like you said, it was only until there was a good two years of data that, hey... All this money we're spending on Hearthstone PR and HOTS PR and eSports PR is not worth it. So we're going to fire all those people. That's what the, it was a very cal a calculated decision. They're like, who at Blizzard is making us money right now? Yeah. Overwatch. Okay. We're going to give you money and we're going to we're going to make sure that you guys can keep cranking out your Overwatch. You know, to be honest, I'm actually surprised that they didn't release more expansions for Diablo 3. Yeah. Like, the, the first expansion was a proper Blizzard expansion. You had new acts, new items, new character class. The second one, the Necromancer, was really just the character class and a few balance changes. They could have done one of those, like, every 12 to 18 months, and I feel like that would have kept injecting life into that game. Uh-huh. And um, now we have, you know, Diablo Mobile. Watch watch what they're going to do this year. If, if I'm right, I'm going to laugh. We're going to get Overwatch on Switch soon. We're going to get more blizzard ports to switch that to me is very overdue yeah hearthstone i mean i don't think there's a really good uh digital ccg on switch yet is there i think elder scrolls is on there the <laughs> elder scrolls uh i game. don't know i nothing against bethesda elder scrolls legends because i know it has its fans but i almost it's not popular. It's not. No, it's. I, I consider it kind of a C tier game compared to Hearthstone. And now you know, Wizards is back with Magic: The Gathering Arena. Did you hear that uh, <laughs> Valve pulled the uh, forum for Artifact? Really? Yeah. And there's less people playing Artifact. I think it's like only a few, like less than a thousand or a thousand people. Its concurrence have plummeted. Uh, it's a failure. Yeah. It's a ridiculous failure. So, yeah, I, the CCG market is very tough to crack, and Hearthstone is still very popular. That's one of those things so where, like, like... You're right, though. It, why wasn't that on Switch in 2017? We, remember, in the fall of 2017, we were like, where where's Lawbreakers on Switch? Where's Doom on Switch? Because there wasn't really a great, like, AAA FPS game there. Mm -hmm. Now, 
CCGs are in the same boat where like the first one there is going to make a ton of money. Yeah. So I, I feel like we're going to see these cash-ins now. Now yeah. that there's really no one at Blizzard who can stop them. Well, we're also getting more remasters. Remember, Warcraft 3 remasters yeah. coming out this year. Diablo Stark- 3. Diablo, th- well, I'm saying what happened on Switch. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, it's so like I'm just saying, like there's there's more yeah. of that to come. Yeah, because those are easy cash ins with stuff that they've already created that they could outsource development. Mm-hmm. So I just what feel like the, as you know, I know that fans were disappointed to see the mobile game announced, but the mobile market is huge. Yeah. Do you think that? Do you think that's gonna actually be a, a successful venture for them though or do you think depending on the territory like- it'll be huge in china um i think here it will be a blip yeah i don't know how popular blizzard is in the areas where it needs to be for that to take off remember like like i don't think they're popular in japan I don't think anyone really cares about Blizzard in Japan. It'll be it'll be big in Asia because everything Blizzard but is. There's big a in huge Asia. problem with China. If you're putting all your eggs in China right now, the Chinese have a bureaucracy where they're not approving new games. Mm. They're they have censorship going on there where it's very difficult to get a new game approved on the app store or anything over there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I don't know if they can really hang their hat on that right now. So if you don't have China, it, you know, because like there's games that kind of suck that are very popular in Japan, like Final Fantasy mobile games and like just really crappy mobile games. Yeah. Everyone's playing gotcha is really popular over there. Yeah. Like shitty gotcha games are hugely popular. Yeah. So I, I, it could do well. I'm not saying it won't, but there's no fucking way that you're a forty billion dollar company and you're gonna turn your tide around no. with a fucking mobile game. That's no. ridiculous. Like it's it, it's it's one thing you can do with your IP. You have to look at it like how Nintendo's doing it. Yeah, they're make, they're bringing a Doctor Mario uh, to to mobile, but they're not mm-hmm. gonna just not make Doctor Mario for their own system because of that. Yeah. Or you know the Mario Kart Tour is coming out, but they already have it. On Switch. If you looked at their plans for Diablo Mobile, you'd see it, it basically is the kind of like gateway game. Mm-hmm. Like the progression system sounds like it's going to kind of suck. That game seems like a stopgap before Diablo 4. Yeah. Which I guarantee you they will announce this year after the clusterfuck of last BlizzCon. We, w- we won't get a release date, but they're going to say like, yeah, look, here's a logo. Now stop asking about it. Which is a weird thing too, because if this company wants to make money, I think Diablo 4 is going to be the last one. Because... They tried the auction house with Diablo 3. It failed miserably because they made that fatal, frankly stupid mistake of inserting it into the game loop and breaking the game loop. Mm-hmm. So Diablo is one of those games where it's it's a traditional box game where people are going to buy it, and they might buy ports. They might double dip like I did. I've, I, well, I've triple dipped with that thing. But it's not something that's going to generate passive income for no. them on a monthly basis. No, and that's what... Uh so many Wall Street analysts want right now yeah. is reoccurring revenues. Yeah, uh, It was fascinating to me this week and last week, uh, all the companies reported how often they blamed Fortnite. And, <laughs> um, it, you know, conversely, Nintendo didn't mention Fortnite at all. Uh, mm-hmm. They just said, we didn't, we're not going to hit our sales target for Switch hardware, but software is selling great. Yeah. Um, Ubisoft didn't blame Fortnite. And they had great results. So the companies that are struggling are EA uh, and uh, 
Activision and to a lesser extent Take Two because expectations got very high for Red Dead Online because mm-hmm. of the same reason. GTA Online is just a cash cow that keeps paying them. They thought, oh, you're going to have another Red De- Red Dead Online is going to be that again, right? No, it's cowboys and people aren't as interested in buying horses mm-hmm. as they are fucking jets yeah. and yachts. You know, yeah. so like GTA Online was far more compelling as an online experience for that microtransaction economy. Uh, so yeah, it's like these companies cowboys, are. I don't know. How did they not see that coming, though? Wall like, Street's dumb is my point, you. dude. Like, they're fucking idiots. Yeah. They're really stupid. They don't know shit about video games. They're all like, oh, it must be Fortnite. I'm like, that's not that's not it. There's yeah. room for other games, people. Even Netflix blamed Fortnite. Yeah. It said, we're competing with Fortnite for screen time. It's like, yes, everyone, I'm competing with my newspaper for screen time. WWE you know I mean? pulled that like a year or two ago. They're like, well, there's so many uh, you know, competitors for screen time. It's like, well. When you hear that argument, I'm yeah. like, you're just not trying hard enough. Yeah. And I, I, I think yeah. that's what's going on at Activision was that they missed their sales by $700 million. Mm-hmm. Their expectations were $3 billion. They came in with $2.3 billion. Mm-hmm. Still a lot of money. They beat on their earnings. They missed on their revenue. The reason they beat on earnings, right, which is revenue minus expenses, mm-hmm. they slashed expenses. Where did they slash expenses? By firing people. Mm-hmm. So they're like, well, we have to meet our earnings expectations or else the stock's going to go down even more. Yeah. So we just have to keep firing people. But you realize- that, is, that is how you fucking kneecap yourself because yeah. you're going to throw all these talented people out the door and they're going to end up mm-hmm. making a game take that takes five years to develop talented. and it'll end up being the game that you end up buying. Yeah. That's how fucking Activision they, these works. Are, they're idiots. These are people that, but it's a sign of that actually love their jobs though too. Here's that, that should be noted. You know, a lot of people don't like working for a company like a video game company it's really really demanding no matter what side of the coin you're on in the world of video games and everything that i've heard from people that i know personally that work at blizzard uh they love it there so this is you know it's it's extra tough to it's one thing it sucks to be laid off and to let go, but like when you're actually passionate about what you do and that's why you're doing it, it's like an even bigger punch in the gut, I think. The other thing to consider mm-hmm. is is where from what divisions they fired people. Mm-hmm. My understanding is that no mm-hmm. developers were let go, but they, yeah. they took away from production, which is gonna hurt because that's one advantage Blizzard always had, which maybe didn't amount to as much after the Activision merger. But they have a very solid production team across a lot of disciplines who, while the developers are toiling away, production is like making those games look good, getting the word out, yeah, they, evangelizing. They decimated their community manager pool, yeah. their PR staff. Yeah, I guarantee they're outsourcing PR. Sure. Uh, and it's probably going to be to the same people that mm-hmm. are doing Activision PR. Yeah. That's uh, the thing is like I think the sad fact is it's a, a lot of it is redundancy, which is really unfortunate for Shack News because we had great relationships with a lot of people who were internal PR at Blizzard that right. got fired. Right. You know, we had card reveals from Hearthstone. We had Ben Brody come talked with us at, at PAX East. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the creative director of Hearthstone at the time. Mm-hmm. He got off the sinking ship. He knew. He, I think it was a month later he quit. Yeah. He started his own company, Second Dinner. 
right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He knew. Mm-hmm. So, like, when the creative director of Hearthstone quits, that's a big red flag. Yeah. And that was about six months before the layoff started. And he's he was also smart because, like, if you have Blizzard on your resume, especially for a long time, you can punch your ticket anyway. He has Hearthstone on his resume. Mm-hmm. I created Hearthstone. Yeah. Like, that's boom. Yeah. Here, have some money. Yep. You know, so, like, brilliant move on his part. But definitely a red flag that we should have seen looking back now. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, why would you leave Blizzard? You're a number one game. You know, like, why would you leave them? That's the sort of place where, like, most people don't leave. Yeah. So when you see him, when I saw Michael Morheim leave, I knew shit was going down. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, fuck. He was the last guy fighting for anyone at Blizzard. You know, the interesting thing is they, they rehired Alan Adham. The mm-hmm. co-founder and the original like creative visionary of Blizzard Entertainment, they rehired him like two years ago, but you don't hear much about him now. And I feel like he might only be, um, kind of a puppet or a figurehead. Mm-hmm. I don't think he ever intended to come back and you know reclaim the presidency there. Yeah, he was just there to design more games. I know he was really burnt out after WoW, and that's when he retired and went back into finance actually. Mm-hmm. But now that Mike is gone. The two guys who co-founded Blizzard, only one's left, and I don't think he's nearly as hands-on, nor is he as big a mover and shaker as he used to be. You would have thought we would have seen him at BlizzCon or something. Yeah. And he didn't. So, yeah, shit's going down over there. And I I feel bad for everyone who lost their job, and there's a lot of talented people that lose their job. But, like, uh, and I don't know if you saw the AFL-CIO reached out to game developers today. Mm-hmm. Saying if you want help in unionizing, let us know. We can help you. We're the largest union in the world, or in the U.S. at least. Um, I don't think these problems are just workers' rights. I think there's something wrong with the fundamental setup of the stock market and how boards of directors are not... Uh, they work in the best interest of shareholders, not people who work at the company. And that inherent conflict of interest that I have to meet these earnings expectations as a CFO, right? And I have to do right by my shareholders leads to them announcing 800 people laid off. But at the same time, we're buying back $1.5 billion of our own stock. Mm -hmm. So they have $1.5 billion just sitting there that they can spend on their own stock, but they have to fire these 800 people. They have to, David. Yeah. Otherwise, we're not going to meet that bottom line expectation. That's how callous these people are because of the rules. Yeah. So we have to change the fundamental rules of how the stock market works. It's not going to just work with work. If you, if you unionize and you get workers' rights, this is still going to happen. It's still going to happen, and I agree with you, but people would at least have more official advance notice and a seat at the table, sure, which is important. I think, But I think you're right, though. I th- uh, Jim Sterling, Jimquisition, put out a great video this week mm-hmm. uh, stemming from the Blizzard layoffs called The Successful Failure of Video Games, mm-hmm. of AAA video games. And I think that's the best way to refer to it, like video games are a successful failure. Because of just how this is going to happen with all AAA studios, they're just going to video games have become more like Hollywood productions. Absolutely, where you build a team for a production and then you disband it and hire people again. Yeah, and the you know the people who are being mistreated and why I do think unionization is vital is you have the people who can make the games are the ones being kicked and tossed around. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
so I think it's twofold. I think that workers need more rights. The, the, the artists do. Yeah. And I, I also think, you know, it is a it is a capitalist and commercialization yeah, problem. Here's a great example. Uh GM. Right. Last year they they laid off like fourteen percent yeah. of the workforce. Yeah. They got unions. Right. They still got fired. Yeah. That's my point. Is that this the motivation for these layoffs mm-hmm. will not go away no. with a union. That's my only point. I agree that the advance notice would have been severance packages, yeah. which you know people they, got that at Blizzard, they, but not every company not can every, or will do that. No, you know, uh, you know I, I get it, but like, dude, like how many, how often do you actually get a W two? Mm-hmm. We're all getting ten ninety nines. We're a whole generation getting ten ninety nines. So when we're a generation getting 1099s, we hear about these W-2 guys that got fired. I can't feel that bad. All I get are 1099s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like when you're fucking, when you're an independent contractor and you have been most of your life. Yeah. When you see people who had wages and fucking stock options, I can't feel that bad. Like I feel bad that they got fired, but you knew the minute you walked into a Fortune 500 company, you knew you were a number, number, number faceless peon that they could just squash that's what you that's what you sign up for when you go work for a publicly traded company you, you are just a little ant in their machine you could also make the argument shack news being an exception because you're a good owner but the gig economy is almost worse you know people having to, to burn the proverbial oh, I'm candle not, at both ends oh, I, 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 i'm not saying almost it's worse. it's definitely oh worse yeah. it's definitely yeah. worse that's why i don't feel that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. there's a whole generation of gig economy people looking at these Blizzard people who had awesome jobs, lived in fucking Southern California, mm-hmm. and didn't see this coming. That your community manager job wasn't safe. Yeah. No shit. Yeah. No shit. You're the most expendable person at that company. You should have fucking known. Right. The minute you got that job, you should have known. I am expendable because yeah. I am now at a publicly traded company that has earnings expectations. And I am, but that's also something like it's, you got to learn that like you, you, I I worked retail for a long time. So I was, so I knew how expendable I was by the time that I got into. Yeah. Yeah. Retail is a perfect example of this. Yeah. So I just sort of learned how and why I was devalued doing that stuff and getting into games first was definitely a leg up. But I studied. That was my first experience with a corporate desk job, too. You know, and there's a, you know was dealing <laughs> with with dealing with people that just look at numbers and have these really weird expectations of mm-hmm. creative people and don't really understand how the day to day operation of what you do functions. That's what's going you know? on. Is that you have a boardroom yeah. mm-hmm. has no creative people in it right. whatsoever. Mm-hmm. And they they only they, listen to analysts and CNBC. Yeah, they don't fucking know a thing about video games. Bobby Kotick doesn't know shit about video games. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say that again. That Bobby Kotick doesn't know shit about video games. All he knows is that he needs to keep his stock price going up so his options can vest. Yeah, it's all they care about. So it's like my I I don't want to sound callous because I feel bad whenever anyone loses their mm-hmm. job, mm-hmm. but. You knew what you were signing up for when you went in to work at Activision Blizzard. You knew what you were signing up for. You, The minute you work for a publicly traded company, it's different. Like Shaq News, I don't have earnings expectations. We don't fucking make any money. <laughs> but like, right. even if I did, yeah. 
I'm not going to I'm not going to fire someone to make sure that I make X amount of dollars less for the next quarter. It's a different motivation when yeah. you're a small business mm-hmm. uh, versus a fucking Fortune 500 company. When you're worth forty billion dollars yeah. and you're buying back a one point five billion of your stock, right. you don't give a shit about any of your employees. Yeah. All you care about is making more money at that point, and that's the fault. Of, yeah. that's the fallacy and the fault of capitalism. That's the problem with this system: is that we've created a world where the corporations have too much power, and yes, people get hurt all the time but there's a reason why you see people like system era appear is they've worked in that world and mm-hmm. they saw hey we can get our own if we do this our way yeah and look how they treat their employees mm-hmm. they delayed their game so they didn't have to crunch mm-hmm. they didn't fire anyone to meet earnings expectations right it, it, there's something beautiful about these smaller teams and how they treat their people like, they don't i don't think system Nine. era is about to unionize no, no, no. So you know I what I mean? Like Shaq News game, isn't about to uh, unionize. No. So I think like so I there's about, a reason that these companies um, need to unionize, that these employees need to unionize. Yeah. It's because of the yeah. corporate governance. So that's my point. It's two sides. It is. And I think specifically we're talking about AAA. Yeah. Yeah. No, oh, no, we're talking about – I'm talking about three very specific companies. Mm-hmm. Take two. Activision. EA and Activision. Yeah. I think those are the three, and you could argue Ubisoft also. They all, they all have a history of dealing poorly with their developers, and being forced to do things because of earnings mm-hmm. expectations. Yeah, I think those are the four that I would point out. Yeah, I think so. I agree with those. Um, but yeah, it's just they're kind of the big four now. I mean, yeah, what about Bethesda. Yeah, I mean Zenimax. Capcom. Sure, you could you could maybe throw Capcom in there, but the Japanese. They the treat Japanese their employees different. Very, it's so different. Yeah, it's, like, it's a different mentality. Something you entirely. you you mention a lot is Iwata voluntarily taking a pay cut, so we didn't have to lay people off. Mm-hmm. Like that just wouldn't happen here. No, <laughs> you know, it's it's because um, there's a sense of honor over there mm-hmm. and doing right by the company. Uh, but also, Iwata cared about his employees, and like I I believe like there's CEOs out there who do care about their employees there's small businessmen out there who care and iwata was a dev Mm -hmm. you know what i mean he was a guy in the boardroom who was a fucking dev yeah there's no one in the activision boardroom who can make a fucking video game right you know that's the difference and i think that that's what that's what they lack and this move it's a position of weakness the stock went up this week no don't buy into that head fake this company is entering into a this is what you see at the peak of economic cycles. Mm-hmm. You hire people, you grow your sales, you grow your sales. First sign of sales slowing, you fire people. Right. That's what's happening. Mm-hmm. So this is just the beginning. I'm telling you, this is just the beginning. Yeah. We saw this is now two rounds of layoffs at Activision Blizzard. Yeah. And predominantly it's, Blizzard. Companies. Yeah. Overwhelmingly um, Blizzard. Overwhelmingly uh, Irvine. Mm-hmm. Like, just, it's heartbreaking. Like I feel bad, but like I'm not surprised. No, no. And no. I've been talking about this forever. Especially like there, think- there's areas like, and I, I I'm just saying like if you're community managers, man, if your game does not pop, you're gonna lose your job. Yeah, it's not your fault. Mm-hmm. You could be a really great person. You could have done everything right. The studio could have done everything right. 
but there's an element of luck, just like a movie. Mm-hmm. If a game doesn't pop, you're going to lose your job. And that happened with HOTS, right. which is a bummer because I think it's a good game. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't know. It's just it's frustrating. I understand, I understand the games press's frustration this week. I've seen it in a lot of headlines. Um, but I would but- just say that we need to focus on both unionization and corporate governance. Agreed. Uh, I attended multiple shareholder meetings at Apple to tell them not to buy back their shares because buying back shares is fucking stupid. If your stock doesn't go up in value, you're literally pissing away shareholder money and you could do other things like hire people or acquire companies. If you're Activision, why aren't you trying to fucking buy Epic games right now? Mm -hmm. That's my question. Who's going to buy Epic? Because if Fortnite's kicking your ass, why don't you just buy it? It's right there. You know, that's, mm-hmm. I think that's that's the, that's the other thing going on right now, is that everyone is seeing Fortnite and how it's popping off. Like, well, I want some of that Fortnite money. And I'm not talking about just games companies, tech companies, Google, Apple. They're all watching the video game sector. Mm-hmm. They all have so yeah. much fucking money that they could acquire these studios i mean yeah fortnite's been used in marketing for all sorts of stuff Mm -hmm. already and even even if it isn't directly used it's ancillarily used in like somebody floss dancing or something Mm -hmm. like that like it's a it's infected modern pop culture but it's in the cultural zeitgeist Mm -hmm. and it's embedded there and even and now people will see that even if they don't understand it like even on the good place, Ted Dance and Flossed on the good place. Yep, spoilers. That is, yeah, mildest of spoilers. Res- <laughs> yeah, that's a direct result of Fortnite's influence on popular culture. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, I it, just it's as an example. It's here. No, Fortnite is is an unstoppable force, and I went to the concert and it was awesome. I was one of the ten million cool, people man. who attended the Fortnite concert. Yeah. Uh, and it was it was cool, uh, but yeah, I I just think it's I think it's lame whenever an executive blames Fortnite for poor earnings results. It is lame. I think it's ridiculous when they think that they can financially engineer earnings results by firing people because at some point you fire everybody, and then what? Yeah, you have to still make shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, so it's like but yeah, it's like you fired so many creative people at Blizzard. You're still gonna at at some point another massive Blizzard game's gonna happen. Yeah, you know, just by serendipity. Maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe not. Who knows? But Diablo Four, for example, right. you're gonna need those people. You need someone with those that skill set. And I just I well, feel like it's gonna be outsourced. That's my, that's my point. Like they have the development teams mm-hmm. who stayed untouched, and so now Activision PR, whoever they're outsourcing to, is gonna handle all that. Yeah. So you're gonna get Call of Duty kind of events for Activision stuff mm-hmm. or for Blizzard stuff. Yeah. yeah. Yay. Maybe. That SpaceX hangar. That's cool. Yeah. Cause like Diablo and stuff like that's all metal, you know. Need some brutal ass. No, they're gonna get Eminem to do the soundtrack for Diablo Four. <laughs> I mean, Uh-oh. we already had we already had some rap song for like the Mortal Kombat Eleven Uh-oh. reveal, you which like, was weird you, enough. You, you like that Eminem? Yeah, Diablo Four. 
Necromancers, armies ready, mom's spaghetti. <laughs> blah, 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 Kim. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, yeah. I guess let's wrap this up. Fuck Bobby Kotick. Yeah. Fuck him. All right. Fuck that guy. He's a fucking idiot. He'll never hear Man. this. He's Even if he does. Can I, Even if before, you are. Before we wrap. Oh, we're not wrapping up the show. I just wanted to wrap up the conversation. Oh, no. Yo, if you have more to say about Blizzard, go. Uh, no, I don't have anything more to say about Blizzard. I do want to. Okay, here's what I will say. I will say this. Like what, what David was talking about earlier, how it's kind of like become like the film industry. Yes. I've always seen it more like. like yeah. I remember everyone used to always be shocked when Disney would lay off all the animators after making a feature film. Yeah, sure. But there's no film to make anymore. There's there's nothing left there's nothing left to do. And I always thought that uh it should be some like why aren't game developers more freelance like that to begin with? Because a lot of times a game gets made and there's no sequel to it, or there's no need to keep up post any sort of post production on it. I mean, a lot. So, I think there's a lot of games. Everyone, there is now. There are a lot of games that yeah. are games as a service now, though. Yeah. Oh, that's absolutely true. But that's a whole other thing. Mm-hmm. Like if we're talking, if we're talking big AAA titles or things like that. Yeah. You know, it would. It, I never understood why instead of why. They're instead of making these studios, why don't they just why aren't they just production companies? And production companies go and they source from there. I think pool. you do see some of those. Oh, like Psionics yeah. was one of those. Uh, Panic Button was one of those little studios. There's like little second, you know, little dev houses that do appear. There are yeah consultancies. Work, yeah, work for higher places. But the you know the I mean the, the simple reason that doesn't happen is the the major publishers wouldn't let it happen because they wouldn't have control. Yeah, it's the same reason why WWE their wrestlers are technically freelancers, but WWE controls their appearances and merchandise. Mm-hmm. WWE has all the cards. Yeah, I, I think it's also just a it's a that's talent. The worst thing you can give up. Too. It's like talent that's warfare. Like the worst thing you can give up. It's mm-hmm. kind of like a talent warfare sure. competition. You know, like yeah. Uh, someone did well for you on Modern Warfare 2. Yeah. You don't want to lose him to... You don't battle. care about him, but you don't want to lose him to the other guy. Yeah, it's not about him. It's not him. simple. Yeah. yeah, it's it's not about he's him. He's a commodity. Yeah, he's just one of your peons, right. but you definitely don't want EA to get your peon. No. Because he's yours. No. That's what I mean. It's definitely this culture of ownership. Yeah. Uh, and I agree. I, I wish developers had more agency, and maybe that's something that unionization would help them with. Uh, but... I just think that until I and I, I was happy to hear Bernie Sanders talk about it uh, until we start legislating uh, buybacks mm. and maybe taxing them. I, I just foresee more abuse uh, from these companies that are publicly traded. And I, I was and I did tweet out about Iwata that day because I was like, yeah, just conversely, this is why I'm happy to be a Nintendo shareholder is that they do treat their people well. Uh, and you'll hear from people who say they did their best work while they worked there and they appreciated it. Um, I think that tech and software is brutal. It's a brutal industry. Mm-hmm. And we're just in a cycle, man. Like, we're, we're going to hear more about this. There's going to be more people getting fired. We've had 10 years of an economic expansion and record low unemployment. 
what do you think is going to happen? Mm-hmm. Lots of people are going to get fired. That's how this economy works. You know, we have cycles. And I think Activision, you could argue, has rode the PS4 and Xbox One wave, and it's kind of flattening out. There's not a whole lot of growth left for them. The, the, their wave wasn't even particularly high at the top of this, uh, the, at the start of this console generation. Remember the first Call of Duty game was Ghosts or Ghosts or yeah. whatever the hell it was, and it didn't do that well, and it's been kind of tapering off ever since. But they did catch an Overwatch in there, and they, they you know, they had Hearthstone. I'm not talking about Activision. I'm talking about the entity, Activision Blizzard. Sure, yeah. Okay. You know, the whole stock. Mm-hmm. This, this last five-year period has been very good to them. Yeah. And I just feel that the next five years, next three years, won't be as good mm-hmm. um so no i i think that what happened this week is a sign of weakness and there's more pain to come yeah and it's just it's undeniable that they disproportionately hit blizzard with mm-hmm. this than they did activision yeah and that's fucked up mm-hmm. that's the first time that i could say that yeah uh, which is messed up and i think it has a lot to do with Morheim leaving mm-hmm. uh so yeah i don't know fuck bobby kotick so yeah, Lola, what else do you want to talk about? Oh, she's getting her boba. Okay, so like I went and played some games and stuff. Okay. No, that's uh, not I Lola. Did. No, I did Lola. Yeah. No, Lola. I went and played games, Lola. She's trying to you get didn't her boba. Play them. What did you play, Blake? Oh man. Oh my god. I played so much goddamn freaking jump force this week, you guys. He played a lot of Jump so Force. So much Jump Force. Mm. I played so much Jump Force. Because uh, we got the review key on Monday. The embargo was 9 p.m. on Wednesday. But I thought it was 9 a.m. So I pretty much blasted <laughs> through the game like Monday night, all of Tuesday, and then stayed up super late writing my review. Just to notice that it didn't have to be ready until much later <laughs> that night. Uh, and then I went to a press event, um, like maybe like, I don't know, soon after that. Came back, live stream Crackdown 3 with Asif. That's and right. Yeah, then got another preview up uh, yesterday, so... It's been a lot, but Jump Force is great if you love Shonen Jump. It's pretty much a watered-down Dragon Ball Xenoverse. Is Naruto uh, in huge... it? Naruto is in it, and he is just as arm-limp, runny, screaming, bright orange ninja as he's ever been. His kid is in it as well, Baruto. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and then um, there's actually several... There's. M- most of the cast is made up of Jump, of uh, One Piece, Naruto, and Dragon Ball characters, and then there's a handful of characters from uh, a few things I didn't recognize. But then there's stuff like JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, uh, Fist of the North Star. The main character from that is in it. So it's a uh, it's a. It's like a 3D sh- uh, fighter, right? 3D brawler, yeah, and it's pretty much like, you know, it's really formulaic. Once I was definitely, the story mode gets really repetitive. I think where this game is going to thrive is just going to be online versus or single player versus See, where you might actually beat somebody. 
is it too right. is it too simple to be an esport? Yeah. Yeah, it seems like I it. think it doesn't. There's some depth, but there's not a lot of depth, which I talked about in my review. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you like, you're gonna like this. If you like, if you like manga and you like these animes and you're fans of it, this it's it's a healthy cast. I really like the variety in the characters too. Like Yu-Gi-Oh! Yu-Gi-Oh! is a pretty badass character to fight with, surprisingly. If you can believe that. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I didn't see coming. But, you know, it's mostly just having a nice mix of short-range and long-range attacks, and then also having an attack that can sort of bridge the gap there. Yeah. Uh, you can go Super Saiyan Blue Hair with uh, Goku and Vegeta. So you, you know, can make it... Like you that. can make it... A- you can do creative players, right? Yeah, you actually you you create a character in the beginning of the game, uh, and you follow that character through the story. And so like you're a, you're you're a human that gets injured, and they use these special cubes called Umbra cubes to turn you into a hero. And from there, you design it. I made my character She Hulk, and it looks remarkably like She Hulk. Nice. Yeah. So, and I named it She Hulk. So it's like. I kind of threw another superhero into the story from outside the manga verse. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it's uh you know, the story uh it's it's it lacks zest. It's mostly just like, oh hey, go there and investigate this. And sometimes that's all they say. Uh and it's mostly <laughs> Just fighting, you fight these like you fight these people that have been infected by the venom that are just throwaway characters. And then you fight the same people over and over. Like you fight Frieza constantly. You fight Blackbeard from One Piece. Blackbeard. So many fucking times. Yeah. I was thinking yeah. of the, the Loop Daddy song. I am Blackbeard, bitch. <laughs> Blackbeard. <laughs> I know that song. That song's amazing. <laughs> that, that is, that's probably my favorite Loop Daddy song. Oh, hey, um, it's so hard. I have trouble. But, um, I have trouble picking one. But yeah, it's it's you know it's not hard. It's not a hard game to pick up if you want to spend the time to figure out the best way to chain things together. Like your regular, you can just mash buttons and do regular combos, and or you can try and figure out ways to throw in your super moves on top of the combos. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you basically just have three super moves. And you push a button, and then you've got one super ultimate mega move that takes off like half a bar of life, usually, depending on who you're fighting. But yeah, the story is just blah. Even with the new characters, they just never really populate. General Glover, uh, Commander Glover, I don't remember. Something Glover, not Donald Glover. <laughs> this new character they created, they did a, they did a really, they, they've got them. They went through the trouble of making these really nice detailed characters. And then all the cutscenes that are rendered in game are just like uh just like horribly animated for the in the in game engine stuff. Mm. It's just horribly animated. Like the dude's neck, Glover's neck. He's got a collar and then he's got his neck and it like bends it's like extra long and it almost bends in like a giraffe like way. <laughs> okay. 
in some of the cutscenes. Oh man, it's it's a it's an Unreal yeah. Engine. Ah, uh, you know, I don't remember. I think I it is. Know. It looks nice, like graphically. That game is in my past now. <laughs> oh, so that's <laughs> that's that's not a glowing review. I gave it a seven. I think it's a reasonable. It's it's good for. Yep, families. It's, and yeah, it's it's, it's Unreal Engine that's Four. Mm. Yeah, kids like Dragon Ball. Kids like One Piece. Kids like Naruto. Mm-hmm. Uh so I don't think that they were trying to make it super complex. It they sounds like a game that would be better to get on sale than at launch. If you're a fan, yeah, if you really gotta have it, if it's something you're really interested. That's my in. box quote. Yeah, maybe wait for the Steam sale. <laughs> Yeah, is it on Steam? Uh, but it's just, I uh, no, I think it is. It's on PC. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, uh, Windows, PS4, Xbox One, not yeah, Switch. Crackdown Three came out. Or we we also, if you and I have been playing Crackdown Three. Oh I man, think, let's talk about this. I think, yeah, uh, our our boy down in Australia fighting kangaroos and spiders. Yeah, Sam constantly. Chandler. He reviewed Sam the game. Chandler. He reviewed the game. He did an excellent job of reviewing it. I think it was spot on. He did made a really apt analogy where he was like, "It's like meeting up with an old friend, but you you know you're having a good time, but you just don't have as much in common anymore, and you both sort of moved on. So, yep. but you might as well enjoy that one last meal together or whatever. I hate to say I told you so, but I told you so. I mean, I love them. Okay, this game's I mean, been delayed. So many times. Yeah. It was bound to underwhelm. Yeah. And it did. And where I'm frustrated is that the little things that were bad in 2 and 1, they didn't fix. They left it exactly the same. But in the same sense, my favorite part of the series was the orbs. And they left that the same too. And it's still fun. So it's not a great game, but it's a fun game. It's a game in which you can have fun, which to me is important. I like being able to have fun in a game. Like a game could be technically nice and graphically impressive, have nice music, but if I can't have fun in it, I don't give a shit. So it's not perfect. And that's like... I wonder how bad it would have been if they released it the first before the first delay. Yeah. Like I can't imagine how bad of shape this <laughs> game was in that this was what three delays? Yeah. Like you know they delayed Breath of the Wild and it came out like Breath of the Wild. Mhm. You know, this is it's a poor showing, so, but it's not terrible. I think that's what I want to stress. It's not a bad yeah. game. It's 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 Austin, still you and I, fun. You and I were talking about this last night, and I described it uh, as a three-legged dog game. With a three-legged dog game is a game that, yeah, maybe it's flawed, but you still love it. You know, because you pity it, <laughs> because you feel what? sorry for it. No, but it's, it it's, it's, it makes up for it, for it because... with its personality and charm. Okay. Yeah, like a three-legged dog. There's nothing wrong with a three-legged dog, at all. <laughs> I mean, it's just most people would look at it. Missing a fourth leg. Yeah, exactly. 
exactly. <laughs> People are going to look at it and be like, oh, that dog's that dog is missing a leg. There's something wrong with it. And it's like, no. That dog is just as capable and lovable as any other dog, <laughs> despite its flaws. Okay. You know? All right. Does, does that make any sense at all? I, yeah, I get. I yeah. I understood. I I still understand. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. It's it's a charming. You love it, in spite of its flaws. Yeah. No, I'm not laughing at you, Blake. I'm just I'm thinking of the Homestar Runner cartoon, Low Brother. The th- yeah. You don't know. Have you seen that? The three legged dog? Yeah, yeah. He's got the heart of a champion. He does. <laughs> There's a th- you know, there was a three legged dog at the Daily Show uh, when Jon Stewart was there. Really? Yeah. They had okay. a three legged dog in Alvis. Okay. There was, and it was, was adorable. champion on Parks and Rec. Yeah, so I, I think it's fair. Yeah. It's like, yes, it's missing things. And it has, boy, some terrible design in the menus. For loading mm. your agent and loading your story, and then co-op gameplay and o- saving over your single player. Oof. So yeah, Sam lost ninety percent of his progress while he was reviewing it because he wanted to test out uh, co-op with us. That was a pretty devastating moment for us this week. Sam, yeah. like Sam didn't read. Sam did not read the sentence. Yeah, that asked him. That's still bad sure design. That's it's bad not design. Good design. It's not good design. That's shit design is what that the, is. At the same time, it's just one of those things where you always got to read them. You always got to When read. it asks you and then you have to hit A, you got to read the thing. But then why you. would you ever? It should be separate. I feel like. Yeah, like be... why would you ever play yeah. co-op if you know you're going to fuck up your game? Yeah, there should be a single player save be... and there should be a co-op save. Yeah, I, I yeah, feel like yeah. they, they shouldn't be... overlap. It should just be select your agent. You get dropped into the world of whoever invited you. Yeah, that should be it. Yeah, yeah. It shouldn't be. You shouldn't start be able, a new world. Yeah, because I think they wanted to allow, allow people to progress together, right? Mm-hmm. You have the the playbook for this. It's called Gears of War. They did it yeah. perfectly in Gears of War. Just use this. You bought the fucking IP. Use whatever <laughs> save mechanic they have from that in this. It's that simple. That's that's. I guess that's kind of the consensus I'm getting about Crackdown Three is that it's not a bad game, but it still feels like the same game from 2006. Yeah, just take it or leave it. I guess it has some. It's just bigger. Yeah, it's bigger, more Crackdown. <laughs> this I, game has whiskey dick. Yeah, <laughs> I I don't know. It's a three legged dog with whiskey dick. <laughs> The dog's name is Whiskey Dick. <laughs> that, okay, I'm in. I love this three-legged dog. This Whiskey Dick three-legged Whiskey, whiskey dick, dick dog. Whiskey three-legged dog. But I, oh, I don't man. know, like, at a point where, like, Xbox really needed to be like, yeah, look at our, ex- our well, exclusive. Well, it's just giving me this look like, yeah, I'm getting a belly rub. <laughs> She's back on the couch. This, uh, I don't know. This just doesn't seem like what Xbox really needed it's on Game Pass. So are a lot of other great games. Yeah, but at least you don't have to buy this. That's true. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Like, you don't have to buy it. It's free. Yeah. With Game Pass. And it's another game. I, you know, and it has... It's so unfortunate. Because, like, a couple little things... If they could have just tweaked a couple little things... Boom! Nine out of ten. This, the weird that's thing is, that's what sucks about this game. Th- that's it, was what, like, it was so close. That's what sucks. I guess I'm kind of cracking down. 
on it because <laughs> these are design problems that were solved over a decade ago. Over, yeah. Losing all your progress, that's fucking bullshit. Yeah. That's just terrible design. Man, I don't know. I guess, I don't know, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I took a picture but of you, Lola but you with play a giant it, smile on her you face. You play it, you jump around, you blow shit up, you get the orbs. And also, and they, yeah, the, I think I think it's still really fun. fun. I think that's core game loop is still fun. No four-player co-op is stupid. Yeah. That's disappointing, but at the same time, you're so op Yeah, everyone's already OP in that. that game that, like, Blake and I, just two of us, we, like, I'd be like, oh, you already did the objective. He's like, yeah. And I'm like, yeah, I already blew this thing up over here. <laughs> like, there's no co-op. I think four players would be, it would be fun just to see what kind of shenanigans you could get up to. The most fun Blake and I had, I would say, was when we found... <laughs> This dead, I killed some innocent people. Oh no. And I was, we were throwing this body back and forth to each other. (laughs) Cold potato. Then we, here comes emergent gameplay. I challenged Blake to jump to the top of the monorail while carrying the dead body. And he did. (laughs) And he did. He was able to do it. I was impressed. More than once with, with burning smolders. Yeah. Burning, burning smolders. What's his name? <laughs> Bernardo Bernardo James Smalders. Yeah, that was his official name. <laughs> and I carried him everywhere until we got into a fight, and I threw him at somebody, and he exploded. And he fucking exploded! Wow, that was yeah, great. Like, and I got really upset because like the bad guy's corpse was there, but Bernardo had like incinerated, but like, completely. It was about was twenty like, minutes shit. of Blake carrying this dead guy around. Yeah, that's pretty great. But how did that? How did he? He was like full of explosives or something. It was, <laughs> like, how did that happen? It's full how of those orbs. They're combustible. I th- I threw a dead guy at a at an enemy, and the dead guy exploded on the enemy. How? That that's video games, I man. Love it. it was. I love it, man. I love. That's why. And I like. That's the why orbs. I love Crackdown Three. Sandbox games are fun, usually not because they're perfect. You know, as beautiful as Red Dead is, like every time there's a glitch, I just laugh at it. And there's a lot of glitches, so I think it's they they for me they usually add to the charm as long as they're not completely breaking the game yeah i'm gonna keep playing it oh yeah i want to finish it like we should play we've got that saved world we started together yeah we do or we can <laughs> or we can, <laughs> or we we can, can ruin another it. save here's we a- already w- we already went around in my game and like got all those monorails that's right finish our monorail quest i love that monorail quest we were doing we were just like walking on yeah. top of the monorail to each of the stations and liberating them. I don't know. It, Like I said, elements, it was funny. Like As we started the week, I was like, wow, this game's better than I thought it was going to be. And then uh, about three days into playing it, I'm like, yeah, this is definitely trending towards a seven. Uh, so I think we, we graded it fairly. A, a seven at Shack News is not a bad game. No, no, no. It's up to yeah. your personal taste. If not you, even a six is a bad game on our yeah, scale. A six is decent. Mm-hmm. Uh, a seven is eh, okay. Eight's good. Nine's great, mm-hmm. and ten doesn't exist. Uh, so yeah, like I, I think uh, it's not it's not a perfect game. If you like Crackdown, you're gonna like this game. That's the key, and that's what yeah. I saw in the the review thread for Chatty was huge because uh, people were like. 
oh man, I don't want, no, this game's gonna suck. And I'm like, I got in there and I'm like, look, it's not perfect, but if it has orbs, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, like I love that mechanic. That core mechanic is still fucking fun. It's, you can go back and watch Blake and I stream. We weren't trying to progress. It was like, hey, look at Orb over here. Oh, this Orb over here. I think that's cool. <laughs> I th- I think that I think that would have held more water for me like last year, but this year is looking so stacked that Oh, this is nowhere in the game of the year conversation. This is not gonna win a single Shack News Award. Speaking of Aww. games that will, have you played Resident Evil 2 yet or what? I have not. You guys already talked about this. No more. Yeah. No, no that's for Bad Kitty. No more. No. That's for no. Bad Kitty. That's another square in her no. uh, her yeah. bingo board. I have not yet. Okay. I will. I'm probably going to do it with that DMX plug-in <laughs> so that I don't get afraid of Mr. X. Yeah. If he goes, X going to give it to you every time I see him. She's in a mood, right? She is. I scratch her right here, and she starts throwing her head around. Yeah, She's like right under her chin into the side. <laughs> oh my god, she's adorable. No, we're not going to talk about RE2. I need to play it. I know. Um, I will play it before our deliberations. Yeah. Okay. I just need uh, far- daytime. I need free time during the day in which I can play it, and then yeah. I will do it. Okay. But guess what? I-, I don't have free time during the week. And then the weekend, it's like, eh, I've been playing uh, a night. I'm still, I'm still playing Night in the Woods. Now I'm playing Tetris 99. You know, this is the worst thing. To, this last year for me, man, I I'm know. off the wagon. You are in I'm a like big way. Deep into Tetris now. And now this one, this one, this Tetris effect, oh, this is going to be bad. Yeah. This is the bad kind of Tetris effect. Yeah. It's that puzzles falling down in the middle of the night kind of thing. This is like first thing in the morning, last thing I do at night yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. Which w- was happening to me with Tetris Effect already, but I had mentioned before that I don't know if you notice this Blake, but like do you ever hear songs from Tetris Effect just kind of pop into your head? Yeah. That happens to me uh, a lot. That first level and the yeah. last level. Are, yeah, the uh, last level was like the last level is like being reborn. But that the that the music though that was how it appeared to me. But traditionally mm. oh boy. <laughs> um see so yeah, this is bad. It's very bad. So I'll be playing a lot of Tetris. Okay. That'll be oh, the reason man. that I'm me not too. Playing. I like Tetris right now. But having won it, I'm like, okay, I can take a step back. I was like obsessed with it. Yeah. Having two second place finishes, I was furious. Yeah, you gotta keep going. It like that's palms are sweaty moment though, dude. Like you're in it is mom intense. Yeah. yeah. It is mom spaghetti. Uh but no, I I will get to there are three games on our must playlist so far uh for game of the year voting. RE two remake, uh Tetris ninety nine, and Super Mario Maker two. You have to play those to be able to vote in our game of the year. Uh, so I want to yeah. vote, so I will play that game. Yeah. And well, RE2 is not uh, long. No. I watched the dude do a, a no save, no damage speed run in like two hours today. Really? Yeah. This guy makes a living at speedrunning Resident Evil games. That's all he does. Nice. Yeah. I love those can I games. Just watch you, can I just watch you play awesome? Yeah. Blake, watch Osif play, and I'll be there watching Osif yeah. play, and we'll all keep each other safe. Yeah, I think that's what we're going to do. Okay. 
Uh -huh. I just have one thing to say What's this that? podcast. Please just go read all the reviews that we put up this week. Everyone worked really, really hard. I'm really proud that we were able to mm -hmm. get get all we get pretty much all the big name titles that you that were coming out this month. We we nailed it out of the park. Yeah, we got so, Astroneer last week, and then uh, Crackdown Three, Jump Force, Metro Far Exodus. Yeah, yeah, and Far Cry. Everything. Is anyone yeah, uh, reviewing the um, the RE2 DLCs? Those dropped today. I think we're recording this on the 15th. I guess we would... I don't know if we would review we, it as much as we would do like impressions. Impressions or something? Yeah. Uh, but we should probably get on the guides for that. There's probably some guides to be had there. Uh, Especially since uh, they have the... One of the features is the, the roguelike mode. Uh-oh. You knocked your bobo off this uh, couch. It's over now. I did. I'm sorry. I just yeah. Pick up. Just pick up your Bobo, Blake. Don't cry. I see you getting red no. in the face. I see it over there, Blake. Oh. Oh. Anyway, it's on the floor I, now. Anyway, we were talking uh, before we didn't realize we were before weren't recording. the incident. Before the incident, we were talking about how I think it's funny that LeBron James might not make the playoffs. Yeah, and we'll just leave it at that. <laughs> I don't want to have to say that all over again. Yada, 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 shot and fraud. Yada, yada, yada. <laughs> it's great to see the Lakers suck. <laughs> uh, and also, yeah, Steve Kerr went ape, and it was really interesting. You should check it out. I'm going to check that out tonight. Yeah, that's funny. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm slowly growing into my, my love of the Golden State Warriors because I hate the Lakers so so very much. Uh, yeah, that was that was the last thing I wanted to talk about. We were, we were talking about... Uh, you were telling you were telling me uh, you know I hadn't played RE2 yet, but I'll get I'll get to it. Mm -hmm. I I will. Uh, we have our list of games that you have to play the must plays uh, to vote in Game of the Year, and if you don't, you just don't get to vote. It's easy enough. Mm -hmm. But we'll just have a slumber party, and I'll, I'll watch you play because I hate the controls in Resident Evil. It's not the same. Dude, it's not the, these oh are, my god, these dude. are legitimately It's 2019, much dude. It's not the same. I can tell you right now that those those controls from 1998 were shit. They were. And these are not shit. No. These are so much better. Yeah, they are better. It's like they took the good part of RE7 and they mashed in the best part of RE4. And it's like, ta-da. And, and the police station. Yeah, and the, yeah, the police station from RE2. Uh, so, no, it's great. It's a great game. I will play it. And it got a 9 out of 10 of Shack News, which is very high score. Mm -hmm. uh, and, yeah, I, I think it's – I'm happy to see – I'm happy that Capcom is back on their game. Uh, and, yeah, The Witcher uh, <laughs> Geralt is playable in Monster Hunter right now. Oh, that's weird. Like, I'm still thinking about Resident Evil. I thought you were about to say Geralt is playable in Resident Evil. I'm like, why? <laughs> no, Who no, asked no. for this? Okay. Oh, I don't know if anyone asked for him in Monster Hunter either. But That would be the first time Geralt was in a video game. Oh. Oh, yeah, I went there. Oh. I went there. Blake doesn't care about The Witcher. I don't. <laughs> I don't really either. Yeah, same. Yeah. There's, you're not going to find any resistance here. No. If Bill was on this, oh, boy. I mean, I could yeah. tell him why he's wrong. That'd be all right. I would like, you know what? E3, let's do it. Yeah. 
we'll get all the Witcher fanboys on one side and all the meh people on the other side. And yeah. We'll just go at it. Ozzy will referee. I bet you. Right. <laughs> Ozzy's, I bet you. Ozzy's very middle of the road. He is. He <laughs> He'll is. referee it. I bet you there will be more guys wearing fedoras on the Witcher side. That's all I'm gonna <laughs> yeah, say. you're probably not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so true. So true. Oh, man. That's really funny. Yes. That's that's very accurate. That's they all go to Ren Fair and they all get creepy on girls there. It's crazy. No, they don't. All. It's crazy. They go to Ren Fair and they're just creepy. Yeah, it's I mean, right. I went to Ren Fair okay. with Greg last year. Yeah, that's right. That was an experience. There's some creepy dudes there, right? I'm not just like imagining <laughs> creepy. No, creepy dudes at Ren Fair. No, you're right. You're right, I, but there's creepy dudes everywhere. Old guys with beards that are missing teeth that live in camper vans <laughs> just follow the red fair around. Okay, chatting up, chatting up high school chicks, and you're like, "Why? That can't be right." <laughs> quoting, quoting Shakespeare and Monty Python almost nonstop. Yeah, that's a thing. I don't know. Maybe okay. I'm just focusing on the wrong aspects of Ren Fair. Right I now. think you are. I think you are. There's there's a lot of beer and food and yeah, cosplay. Giant turkey legs. Yeah, it's good cosplay. Yeah, that's true. Greg and his crew they take cosplay super seriously at Ren Fair. They do, man. They're all like steampunked yeah. out. They look yeah. great. Yeah, they. I, I saw Greg's pictures. He looked awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So no, it's it's like that aspect of it is really fun. Um, but yeah, yes, there's some creepers there, but that's like, they're everywhere, dude. Yeah. But yeah, I guess they, I guess Ren Fairs are magnets for those people. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Lola. You got anything you want to add, Lola? We were basically wrapping up before this, the terribleness happened. Uh, Whatever. Yeah. Just, yeah. Read all those reviews. Check out our guides. Uh, all that good stuff. I'm working on three long reads, Asif. Dear God. I know. <laughs> I said that. I said, dear God. And he was like, you got yourself into this. Yeah. You like, get yourself out. Oh, I I think that we have a path uh, forward that one of them will not be too unwieldy. No. Uh, and then one of them is going to be fucking enormous. Yeah. <laughs> And then the other one's kind of in the middle. I, I say that now. I don't know. Yeah, we don't know. That no. other one I'm not sure about. But one of them is so big that it's going to be I don't I don't want to make predictions. I don't want to I don't want to predict anything. But it'll probably be pretty big. Yeah. Would be my guess. Um yeah, that's good. I wrote a bunch of articles this week. Uh mainly news helping out when i can when i can with the news oh, uh, check out check out my outward preview eh. outward like we were talking about we were talking <laughs> about developers yeah we're talking about developers that don't like you know do crunch time this is a game made by 10 developers working regular hours uh not n- not driving themselves crazy trying to grind out code and it's a pretty pretty huge game 
it's like uh open world open world RPG environment where you're not some chosen hero off on a magical quest. You're some dude that has to go collect money to pay his rent. Otherwise you'll get evicted and uh you can just kind of go and do whatever from there. And uh, it has the combat's a little bit like Soulsborne, that's what they were going for with it. It's a pretty What's this game called? Crazy RPG. <laughs> Outward. Outward. Oh shit. And you can read you can read my preview for it uh, on Shack News. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Made by a team of ten like I said, team of ten guys, pretty impressive for a group of ten and like they totally had a quality of life value to the experience. So uh, Nice. Just an interesting interesting game. Yep. Yeah. And uh yeah, play it's- Tetris ninety nine. Okay. Yes, it's free. Yeah. Well, we, well, I mean, with Nintendo Online. But. Yeah. But you know, half of our staff are posers, so they don't have Nintendo Switch Online. They read act, all of David's books. They, they act like yeah. They act like they play video games, but they really don't. They Although haven't, they haven't even played Breath of the Wild. Credit to Donovan. He has. He has, and he finished his Shack homework. Yeah, shout out to Donovan for completing his Shack homework assignment. He beat Duke Nukem 3D. And Greg is halfway uh, to finishing A Link to the Past. How many hearts does he have? I don't know. Seven? Eight? Five? Well, if he's he's halfway, it means he's done some of the seven temples? No. That you do after Aghanim? No. Oh, he hasn't even gotten to Aghanim yet. Oh, he's like a fourth. A third. Away. Yeah, maybe a, th- maybe a third. Sorry, he just got to the... Because there are ten temples. You do the three temples, you fight Aghanim, and then you're like, oh no, it's Ganon. And then you're sent to the Dark World, and you're a pink rabbit, and shit gets weird for a little while. Yeah. And then you do seven more temples. He's just starting the seven temples. Okay. So he's like a third. Yeah. Yeah. He has uh, to fully upgrade the Master Sword, or it doesn't count. Yeah. He hasn't even... That's why I tweeted it out. I, I clipped him when he got the Master Sword. I'm like, they just give the Master Sword to anybody these days. Uh, he, he, watching him stream that game is so fucking funny. He, just a clown car of, of decisions that he makes. Really? He fires arrows just indiscriminately at everything. He tries grenades. Watching him try to kill that bat. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Like, this bat's just like circling him. him and he's like i'll get you over here that's like over there he's like i'll get you it's just like it's like watching uh charlie brown when the football gets removed. yeah 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 oh man and then he he's fighting uh can't remember the name of it it's one of the 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 dungeons and you know where you can like fall through it's the third one yeah 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 he falls off of the boss battle oh shit into the the court area yeah into another hole. Yeah, so he yeah. falls down two holes. Yep. It was pretty great. Yeah. Um, oh, and he's trying to kill him with him. a bomb. It was just hilarious. It's total noob shit. Uh, but yeah, I enjoy uh, the Shack homework. Blake, you have homework. You haven't played it yet, though. What's you your play? homework, Blake? Blake, uh, Blake has to beat one divine beast in Breath of the Wild. Oh, okay. Same with Charles. Oh, uh, my. I did it, but my dog ate it. Nope. Um, nope. <laughs> That's not going to fly. You will get All an right. F. Uh, you don't want to get an F in Shack homework. Mm-mm. Okay, look, you want see this is already getting expensive because I'm like, 
if I want to have a if I want to have a say in like the top ten, I have to now get. Breath I'll of the buy Wild. you these games. I'll buy okay. them. It's not like I All bought right. Donovan Duke. Yeah, Donovan's not making bank. He's the only person on staff that doesn't get paid. So I bought him Duke. I said go do this. Now I'll send you. Right, I'll send you right. sixty eShop dollars. It's not. It's not about. Right. No, that's not about it. That's not. That's not what Shack homework is about. I'm not trying. It's not some sort of textbook boondoggle. It's about expanding your mind. Yeah. It's about making sure that the staff actually knows what the fuck's happening in the industry yeah. when the most important game in ten years comes out. Half of them don't play it. I didn't get Shaq homework. Well, no. I didn't. Let's see, I didn't play. <laughs> what that am I supposed Shaq? to make you play, Dad, David? You're so bad at games history. You know, <laughs> there's two people that I have like. No, there's three on staff that I'm not giving homework to: Ozzy, Brittany, and you. And I'm like, I don't really think that there's anything that I could tell you. Yeah, David, go play Heretic. Oh, what you did. Yeah. Uh, you're oh my FB- God, I love Heretic. <laughs> How great so, is that game? Heretic was oh. great. You know oh what I mean? God, Heretic and Hexen. And Hexen. And both scared of them. the crap out of me. Dude, Hexen like, had a hub world. Mm-hmm. That was blowing my mind back in 1995. That was ahead of its time. Yeah. Uh, that game was so cool. It was so... It had I different classes? Character design. Yeah. yeah. Yep. But yeah, like that's what I mean. Like, What am I supposed to... Beat briefcase level five. Okay. There's your homework. All right. <laughs> Accepted. That's that's this tough. is extra credit though. I still get yeah, the vote. Exactly. Ozzy same okay. yeah, you guys are it's AP. Advanced okay. placement classes. Oh, I'm in Shaq AP. Yeah, you guys are in Shaq oh, AP. Shit. <laughs> oh man. Advanced placement courses in Shaq homework <laughs> for Ozzy, Brittany, and David. Wow. And it's just it's it's uh, electives. You don't have to if you don't want to. But I honestly don't know what I would tell Brittany to play. She plays more video games than anyone I know. Ozzy too. Blake plays a shit ton of games too. Yeah, but, Blake and Ozzy hit up previews. But I think stuff. that there's a bias against Nintendo on our staff. It's pretty clear. Oh, I love Nintendo. Then it's why just, don't you play their games ever? Hmm. Uh, they're just not, you know. Yeah, you're Blake, busy. Like I play Zelda games, but I play a certain kind of Zelda game, like, like the ones I've that aren't as good as Breath of the Wild. You know, I'm I've never. I don't know because like that whole 64 era of Zelda just really. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Wasn't, wasn't what I was into. Oh. So, personally oh greatest games of all time you weren't into okay i see that makes sense yeah okay like okay cool i mean i just enjoyed <laughs> a link to the past i wanted more of that sort of experience and it took a long time for them to get around to making that again like they made the four swords but you know it oh, wasn't man. and you just you need really in- for someone who uh, likes link- monster hunter so much Wait. which it is a great game and Wait. has great exploration Blake, you would like Breath of the Wild. Just, just saying. Okay. From from your I'll, Monster I'm Hunter gonna, experience. I'm I've got to I've got to play it. So. Yep. And I, I have a feeling once he gets one Divine Beast, he's not gonna stop. No, Blake. Have you not played Ocarina of Time? Oh, I have a copy of it. Uh, I watched my ex play it a bunch. She was really into it. Are you saying that should be his um, homework? But I've <laughs> I've played it. I have played that game. Oh, you I didn't played that beat game. it. Okay. Yeah, but I played it. I played it back when it came out, and I played it within the last few. It years. It was pretty hard to avoid when it came out. Everyone had it. It was very popular. I, yeah. I mean, I beat it like four, or five times because I, I love yeah. that game. It's one yeah. of, I, at the time. 
I think that was Greg's favorite Zelda until he finally, because he didn't like Breath of the Wild at first. Greg complained about Breath of the Wild for the first 10 hours of the game. And then once he realized it was the greatest game ever, he admitted it was the greatest game ever. But yeah, but between that and Smash, I'm just saying. Yeah, you're missing out on two of the best oh. games to come out. Smash is excellent, and you, yeah. I don't know. It's I, I just it's never it's just it's, I it, it, they're just different. the numbers don't lie. There's 12 million people playing it, and if you're not one of them, and you're a games journalist, you're not in the fucking discussion. Like I have to, you have to play everything if you're really gonna call yourself capable of judging games at the end of the year you have to play every game that you can across every platform you don't have to beat them but you at least have to get hands on them so you can at least judge them this would actually be a fun topic just to predict what games blake and Osif would you that are coming out this year that you're interested in do you think will will make our list i'm gonna say sekiro will be on there yeah the next from soft game yeah that'll be on there I'm gonna fight for Mario Maker. I'll tell you that. Oh, much. Mario Maker's gonna be on there. Yeah. Like if people aren't playing Mario Maker in June, I'm just be like, okay, I'll find someone else who wants to play. Mario If that Maker. game comes out like during E3, I will download. I'll bring my Switch, download it, and so I can play it on the flights back. Ghost of uh, Tsushima. Does that come out this year? Is that? <sighs> I don't know. If it's coming out this year, then is that that's the, gonna... the samurai theme game from um, Sucker Punch? Yes. Sucker Punch. Yeah, yeah, that game looks great. I'm gonna play that too. Oh no, it's down there, yeah. Lola. It fell off the couch. It fell off the couch. Doom uh, Eternal. Doom Eternal. Also. Doom Eternal. Um, it's over there. It's God. You're such a duper. <laughs> is the Wolfenstein sequel coming out this year too? That's a. Is that an expansion or is that a standalone expansion? That's a standalone. It's standalone. I think it's standalone. Yeah, I think that comes out this year. Um. But yeah, Doom oh. Eternal. Uh, if Last of Us Two comes out this year definitely days um, gone i still think is on the radar for me uh dreams which people have completely forgotten about. about trover trover saves the universe trover um i th- i think uh link's awakening might be on some people's list i think that's gonna have to be that's a full-on remake so that's a that's a new game Mm-hmm. And it's a Zelda game. Yeah, it's like the same thing. Oh, RE2. Yeah, obviously. RE2. Yeah. I think RE2 is going to be very high on the list. It is. Um, it, It's fallen to number two for me. I know several staffers who are like, that's their horse right now. Yeah. They're going to back. Yeah, I think you, Brittany, Greg, Greg. probably Ozzy. Yeah. Uh, now, I, I could see mm-hmm. RE2 end up, end up being our game of the year. And I, I would not be mad at that at all. It's an excellent game. I'm, I'm just pretty excited because I think this year for AAA games is, is much more stacked than last year was. I don't think Rage 2 is going to be on that list. What about Mortal Kombat 11? I'm excited about that. I'm going to play it. But um, it is like the, the my, my hesitation for that right. game, and it's a day one purchase for me. Is it looks very similar to ten and, and nine. Yeah. I think fighting games mm-hmm. tend to do poorly on these sort of lists. Ozzy usually backs them because he loves Yeah. I Smash, I love Mortal Kombat and Street Fighter. Smash made our list last year. Yeah. Um and Fighters did. So we did get two fighting Dragon games. Ball games. Yeah. Yeah. Um so it's possible. Blake, uh, are you interested in Mortal Kombat? Yeah, I'm actually playing through ten right now. Yeah, I got that on the Steam sale. I'm gonna replay it. Yeah. Uh yeah, I got it on a PSN sale, the Mortal Kombat XL with all the extra characters. Yeah. So I can play as uh Alien. 
and Leatherface like and Xenomorph. yeah, yeah, Meh. all those characters. I don't, I don't like the <laughs> celebrities. I, I kind of hope yeah. they do away with those in eleven, but they probably bring in a lot of money. So do what you got to do. I, I want, uh, you know, Ozzy was talking. They revealed another character yesterday, uh, Jade. Jade. Oh, cool. I yeah. missed that. And she's like zombie. Dude. She was. Oh shit. Yeah, she looks cool. Um, we were talking about who it could be before they reveal. I kind of want Reptile. Yeah, Reptile should come back. I want Reptile this gen. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I, Mortal Kombat 11 could definitely be on the list. I could see that, yeah. Um, it's probably going to be the best fighter. Really, yeah, I can't think of any other fighting games really coming this year that I'd be excited about. Dead or Alive 6. Yeah. That uh, won't make the, the list. One. I love... Yeah, DOA is the only 3D fighter that has ever clicked with me. You got a demo uh, next week. Really? Free demo. I'll probably get the... The the, th the fighting and the animations were so fluid. I loved the counter system, mm -hmm. especially over the years as they tightened it. Before, it was really, really easy to counter. Yeah. It was like a catcher standing behind a plate just waiting for a ball. I do agree. It's one of the best 3D fighting games. It is. Um, it's, certainly, it's certainly... Uh, made some folks at evo blush earlier today yeah oh my god yeah. these uh, i missed that trailer the promo uh, there were these two dead or alive promo girls oh goodness. uh who were being interviewed by the shoutcasters oh boy and they were asking them about the jiggle physics and Ugh. then they started uh jiggling huh. yeah it was amazing that was I japan mean, is a wonderful place yeah. It's a very the, different place. It is. The Me Too movement is different over there. Do you know DOA 2 Hardcore was the, the launch game I bought with my PS2? Mm -hmm. That game was, I mean, it was gorgeous. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I don't know. I'm trying to think of other games coming out this year. Uh, there's always the good old release date guide on shacknews.com. Yeah. Have you ever been over there? I just, I'm, I'm, I'm excited for a lot of games this year. Yeah. I couldn't really say that last year because a lot of times, like, the release list of stuff I was looking forward to is sparse, so things just kind of came out of nowhere and grabbed me. That's, like, Celeste. I didn't know anything about that before it came out, and I fell in love mm -hmm. with it. Um, Travis Strikes Again fell flat on its face. Kingdom Hearts 3, I think, I think some people will push for that. Please don't put that on the list. I'm not going to put it on okay. my list, Thank but you. I'm just saying mm -hmm. Ozzy will. Yeah, I'm... Um, did you see Donkey's review? No. You need to watch video game Donkey's review. Okay. You will love it. He's speaking to you. Okay. Uh, I haven't played Ace Combat 7, uh, yet, but I'm excited for that. Um, Crackdown 3 is definitely not game of the year material. Aww. So Sorry. much for my number one. <laughs> yeah. it's just not gonna make it blake i'm sorry far cry new dawn is not uh, far cry is not game of the year jump force isn't uh metro exodus might be on some people's list yeah i can see that making like chris and maybe josh's list right now but... yeah chris liked re2 a lot didn't he yes mm -hmm. uh you got uh toji and earl uh G dead or alive six <sighs> left alive uh demo devil may cry five uh, Total War. Devil May Cry Five. I could see people digging that. Yeah. Um, Super Meat Boy Forever. That could definitely make. I'll, some I'll probably be playing that. Best indie, best. Play yeah. Um, platform. Yeah. Maybe. Here's a game that might. <laughs> it might not, but it could. Uh, Team Sonic Racing. Is it hmm. like an upgrade to the last one? It's different. 
Okay. It's not transformed. I wish it was another Sonic Racing transformed. Yeah. Now, I think this game will suck, but I think there are people on staff who will put it on their list. Shenmue 3. Oh, fuck that game. I don't know. I'm just saying, it's going to be on people's list. It seems like it would be a tough game to get into if you didn't play the first two, which I did not. Uh, Is that game actually going to come out this year? Like, are we serious about that? Yeah. Sony announced it four years ago. I know. Uh, and it was a Kickstarter. Yeah. I think it'll come out supposedly, this year. Um, supposedly Battletoads comes out soon. Yeah, I don't believe that. Uh, and then Bayonetta 3, that's probably going to be on some people's list. Yeah. Oh, I know that's definitely going to be on my list. See? I, I don't think it's a bad game. I just I don't like those character action games. So then, I feel old when I play them because I cannot keep up with what is happening. And then at this point, there's just some speculation, right? Like if Doom Eternal comes out, if Death Stranding. Is there's absolutely game. no reason Doom Eternal should slip to 2020. I agree. Uh, a game that could, though, is Cyberpunk uh, 2077. So those are those are some that. Yeah, Ghost of Tsushima. I'm actually, I would put money on that being a, a launch title for PS5 and Xbox 2 Pyramid, whatever they call it. Wait, what would be the launch title? Cyberpunk. I don't think so. Not with the I gameplay th they showed. I think if that if it does come out, they're gonna. It's gonna be like The Last of Us, where it, like clearly it would benefit from being on better hardware, and so it'll launch on both. That could happen, you know. But it also should be on Switch. Uh, Cuphead. There's a new Cuphead. Hmm. Uh, that game's hard as fuck. Yeah. Fire Emblem. I'm sure some nerds will argue for that. Uh, in the Valley of the Gods. That's the. Oh, the from the Firewatch people. Santo people. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if anyone on staff would really fight for that, but that might be on there. And uh, that's base. Oh, Ori. Oh, yeah, the next Ori game. Ori and the Will of the Wisps. Yeah. That could be, like, the Celeste of this year. Yeah. Uh, I, I fucking loved what I saw of that game at E3. Mm -hmm. like, that's going to be a good fucking game. Did we see that at two E3s, or was that just last year? Just last year. Okay. I feel like I've been hearing about that game for years. I think they announced that they were making another game two years ago. Oh, okay. And then they showed it for the first time at E3. Oh, okay. Um, and then, yeah, Wolfenstein Youngblood. Uh, that's about it. That's that's still a pretty I, good. I'm putting Tetris 99 on my list. I'll tell you that much. It'll it'll depending on what happens. Like I could see it making mine. It's on my top. Mm -hmm. It's up there. Mm -hmm. But I already penciled in game of the year. It's Super Mario Maker 2 for me. I know. I know. And I, I I'll lose just like no, I did no, the no, last no, no, time. No, no. I'm, I'm, I have I'm people tell me, oh, it's a nice app. That's no. the John Benjamin dig. Oh, oh, it's a nice app. Wow, I'm like, oh, that's JP. cool, John. How about you get good and actually beat my levels before you talk shit? That's all I'm saying. Like, I, I'm ruthless. I'm gonna make some vicious levels for you fuckers. I'll play them. I'm looking that's forward what I do. to that game. I, I love. Just, I, I want it to to deal with the flaws I that I saw in the first game. That's all. I think there's there's going to be some. Some of the same problems will exist because it's just the nature of user-generated content games. Mm -hmm. um, the discoverability of good levels is something that I'm curious about. What they did late, what, I, what you don't realize is that they supported Mario Maker for years. And what they did later was they said, here, here's some treehouse levels. So, like, treehouse literally made levels. So, here, that's the thing. Like, what I would really want is if 
if Mario Maker 2 ships with, I don't know, at least a few dozen Nintendo-made levels, great. Because then I'll always have those to play when the user-generated levels inevitably fall into the, the two camps that I expect them to fall into. Yeah, I think you're going to be surprised because there's hills now. I hope so. I'm 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 going I, I, in with an open mind and, and, and I, optimistic. I, yeah, I don't think we know. I'm just curious because I, I saw some things in that trailer that make me think that this is very different. Okay. And it could end up being much better. Uh, so, yeah, no, I'm that, I, that's my game of the year. That was my game of the year 2015, so it's not like I hated it or anything. I yeah. just, it's, I, I'm a critic. And also, I love Nintendo, so I have a very high mm-hmm. bar. Yeah, and I, I just I think I like making levels more than you. You do. I think that's, I want to play them. Yeah, I, I know. And I know like, there's two schools of thought on how to play that game. Yeah. For me, I don't even care about other people's levels. Yeah. Like, I never thought of it that way. And that's and that's totally cool. And I think I think people like me will enjoy this more because again, the pool of Switch users is going to be so much deeper. Yeah. This is gonna be a big game. It is. It really is. Uh so yeah, I'm I'm excited for it. I'm calling the review right now. I'm reviewing that game. because uh, I just don't think anyone else would do as good of a job as me and reviewing that game. <laughs> and I think I could write guides for it too. Uh yeah. Uh but yeah, I I figured out how to make music in Mario Maker. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just fucking cool that there's two octaves. Yeah, in Mario Maker, mm-hmm. like you can like, it's like a piano roll, Blake. It's crazy, uh, and you use the music blocks and you shake them and like, I don't know. I'm I'm really curious how things end up evolving here. Uh, but yeah, that is going to be something else. I bet it's one of those, it's out at E3 things. I hope that'd be cool. Uh, which will be fucking crazy. If there's even a, a chance of that, happen- I normally don't bring my switch to E3 cause I know we're usually too busy, but if that game would drop that week, I, I would bring my switch just so I could download it and play it yeah. on the flights home. Oh yeah. No, it's, it's, I, I have a feeling it's going to launch at E3 or they do something weird and they launch it like the week before. Well, I mean like, I'm just- what was yeah, Splatoon 2? I'm it was just the looking weekend. forward to playing people's levels. Yeah. I don't mm-hmm. think I'm a designer. I just really like yeah. Mario I, platforming stuff. No, I, I'm I'm big into creator stuff. Like I, I love City Skylines. I liked Little Big Planet. I think Dreams is really cool. The stuff that I'm seeing out of the Dreams beta is amazing. Someone made an FPS game in Dreams. Mm. Like mm. all sorts of shit is happening in Dreams. Yeah, that's man. cool. It's I think they made something that's too uh, intricate, too amazing for people to appreciate. Like it's just too they in need, depth. They need to use the Weezer song only in dreams. In I think dreams. Weezer is banned. <laughs> I'm banning. I'm gonna perma ban Weezer from the show. <laughs> that album, that okay. fucking that cover album. Enough, enough Weezer. Thank Good, you. Goodbye. Thank you. I was grandstanding about that in uh, in a meeting earlier. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I agree completely. Yeah. yeah, if you're gonna do a fucking cover album, like transform those songs. You know, I play a lot of songs from a lot of other people, but one thing I can say for goddamn sure is I don't just play them straight ahead like they were recorded. Yeah, you, know? you add your own flavor to it. Yeah, which is the point of Blake cover. does not remaster. He remakes. Yeah. <laughs> so true. Yeah. If you listen to my cover of Toxic, you'll be like, Brittany who? 
That's right. Because mm-hmm. it's just, I'm, mine is just so iconic and tasteful. But uh, I'm probably going to, I put out, you know what? I put out a cover album last year. And it's way fucking better. Send me a link to that, Blake. I'd like to listen to it. Oh, man. Just go to cartoonviolencemusic.com. Cartoon Violence Music. Click, okay. click around there. And uh, go check out Cartoon Violence. It's got you covered. <laughs> That's right. You get that? I get that. like we it. Covered, that cover's covered good, David. too. Yeah, we covered David Bowie, Depeche Mode. Uh, we did a song from Steven Universe. Uh, we did, we have a They Might Be Giants song on there. Wait, which They Might Be Giants song? Anna Ng. Okay. Yeah. We, I've covered Istanbul a lot in the past. Mm -hmm. But, uh, not with Cartoon Violence. But, yeah, CartoonViolenceMusic.com. Tell all your friends. Make them buy all of my stuff. Mm Mm-hmm. It's very important to me that people listen to my things because I work really hard on them. And, uh, yeah, our cover album is way better than Weezer's cover album. Yep. That's, that's all I'm going to say. I can't I... even remember the, the last band that's on there, but, yeah, go listen to it. Oh, Oingo Boingo, that's right. Oingo Boingo? <laughs> you yeah, covered yeah, Oingo we covered Boingo? Dead, we covered Dead Man's Party. Nice. Yeah, it's a pretty fun album. We had a lot of it was, it was a good time. We recorded it over like the course of like a year or two. Oh, that's we did a lot of We did a lot of recording when we were also recording our EP of new music, like the stuff that we wrote. So we just sat on a lot of the cover stuff for like a year, while we sort of just figured out how we were gonna release it all. Then we went on tour in support of it. And that was good times. So, yeah, just go buy all the music. I work, I work hard. I'm in the middle of recording a bunch of new music right now too. So, it's a, it's a whole other thing. So, awesome. Uh, yeah, kidseatfree.bandcamp.com is where you can go check out the stuff that I just write by myself. There'll be I'm doing my first new solo album in like eight years. So. Should be cool. Awesome, man. Good luck. I'm a, I'm a busy guy. I also <laughs> dress up. I also play in Narboots. That's it's, its own weird thing. So, yeah, just yeah. a lot of music when I'm not doing this stuff. And then I have to play this Zelda game, apparently, too, and Smash. Bros. Oh, no. How horrible. Ah. <laughs> Darn. In between playing all the games that I already have to write about and play. I'm just getting... It's been almost two years since the game came out and you haven't even played it for a minute. That's just not right. I haven't. That's like... That's some weak sauce. I'm sorry. I'm pulling out my games journalism flag. 15-yard penalty for not playing Breath of the Wild. And like, even Chris Gerard played it and he hates anything on nintendo yeah <laughs> like <laughs> and dude's that's it that dude's card carrying member of the pc master i played so i reviewed hyrule warriors oh my god no 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 <laughs> no 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 get the fuck out of the hyrule warriors <laughs> zelda is not even the title of that game no for good reason yeah that's not a legend of zelda no 
That is definitely not. It's a fucking... It's Dynasty Warriors. Now, granted, it might be the best version of the Dynasty Warriors franchise. I think you can make that argument. Honestly, I think it was. It um, really is. It's good. It's like fun. Added, it is. They added so many mechanics from the actual Zelda games. Mm-hmm. It, it it totally felt like a... Like a like a perfect blend right there. It's like the Crowd City of Zelda games. Mm-hmm. I love Crowd City. I know you do. Uh, it's not. It's not. I see your tweets about it. You see that one where I killed everyone? Mm-hmm. Like literally no one else was left in the city except for my massive crowd. Yep. That feels good. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm still playing that game uh, when I'm not thinking about Tetris. Uh, so yeah, let's end the show. How about that? Sure. That's about a good three hours. Okay. Um, Solid three hours of podcast. Yeah, and talked about a lot of video games. And then uh, talked about Blake's music. Good stuff. Mm-hmm. All around. All the important things. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so go to shacknews.com for your interviews, news, reviews, previews, long reads, guides. Lots of guides. Lots of guides. Someone commented on Chatty, our forum. Uh, at midnight last night, we I told them to fire all torpedoes. Mm-hmm. So it was like all the guides for Metro, all the guides for Crackdown, all the guides for Far Cry New Dawn. Yeah. So the chatty was just flooded with threads from Shack News. Yeah. And uh, I think Focus Daily screen capped it. It was like, I guess you guys are publishing some articles. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, we fired all of our torpedoes. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, if you have any questions about any of those games, we got you covered. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so check out our guide section and you'll just find us. You'll be searching for something and we'll just pop up. We'll get you that way. Pop, pop. Uh, which is great. I'm happy to hear that that's happening more and more for us. Uh, I st- we still have that massive interview uh, with the stars of Red Dead Redemption on the front page because uh, that was a big get for us and mm-hmm. it's really exciting to have all those talented actors and voice actors uh, talking with us uh, so check that out if you missed that uh, you can follow us at Shack News on Twitter uh, or you're on Facebook because you're a moron so just go follow us there and like our articles with Greg Burke uh, he's the guy who likes them right. uh, so yeah maybe I should just go back should I just go back to Facebook should I no. Give up? Should I capitulate and go mm, back and say, hey, guys? No. I've been gone for a year. How you guys doing? Oh, Trump's still president? Cool. See ya. Do not go Don't, back to Facebook. Should I change my avatar? No. You know what my avatar is, right? Pepe. It's Pepe, but it says Medicare for all. Yeah. That's pretty right on. Mm-hmm. Um, no, nah, I'm not going back. Uh, but you can and like our articles there. Mm-hmm. If, if that's your means of ingesting news, I'm sorry, but inject Shack News into your feed. Yes. Right? By liking us. And following us on that platform. We're also on Instagram, Shack News Media. Uh, Greg posts stuff there sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how else to describe it. Um, those are the social areas. We're on Twitch, obviously. Uh, Shack News on there. Uh, why don't you uh, subscribe to us? If you happen to have yeah. one of those free Amazon Prime subs, just give us Jeff Bezos' money for free. Uh, you can do that once a month if you attach we'll your Amazon Prime. There. Monday, won't we? Yep. We are going to do our first uh, electronic sports center show. Really? Or what was it? The wor- wide, wide World of Electronic wide. Sports. That's the name of our show. I like it. Uh, and we're going to look at the tournaments that happened over the weekend, kind of be a talk show about esports. I dig that. 
while we play Rocket League. Uh, so yeah, we'll be doing that. Blake and I are going to start that on Monday. And we should have schedules ready to go so you can keep up with us on Twitch if you go to our channel. Uh, but yeah, follow, sub, all that good stuff there. We're on YouTube also. We have uh, Shack News Games because the guy who has slash Shack News is a jerk. We're also uh, GamerHub videos uh, on there if you want to check out our interview content. Sub to both channels. Uh, ultimately, they will all be turned into articles on shacknews.com, but you should sub to those channels. I got Milla to do it last week. Uh, I can get all of you eventually. Uh, so do that. Uh, those That's the areas for us, right? That's everything. Did I miss anything? I don't think no. so. No. Oh, yeah. And then if you like the Shackcast, which you probably do because you've been listening to us for over three hours, uh, go to your local podcast facility. Vote for us. Say that we are the best podcast in the world. Give us five stars. Give us a review. It helps us move up in the rankings. And we appreciate it. If you're listening to us, you might as well do it. Uh, so, yeah, do that. Um, I'll do this. Do it. If you're on the internet, which you probably are because you're listening to us through a series of tubes, and say you're on social media like Twitter or Facebook or something happens, like uh, there's some there's news about government shutdown or something, you know, click the link before you share it. You know, actually read the article before you share it because... It helps you become a more informed share of information, more informed reader. It helps the creator of the content by giving them that page view or that video click or that podcast listen. It helps them, right? We all love seeing our numbers tick up. Uh, it also helps you because you're more educated. You know what you're reading. You know what you're sharing. You might see a headline that confirms your bias, not read the article, and then share something that has malicious information or fake news or Misin misinformation or propaganda that's paid for by Russians to Facebook in rubles. So just click the link. Actually read it before you share it. Uh, it'll help prevent the sharing of fake news, which is a huge problem these days. Uh, and also, uh, yeah, you know, if you want to, which I, I doubt you're going to because I'm begging you to click a link. Go sexy Bill the Cameraman's Extra Mile and actually find a second source of information that confirms the story before you share it. Don't just share some random site that agrees with your bias. Find out if it's actually something that happened. Uh, so frequently, you see these moments in time where celebrities die right on Twitter, and it's fake, but no one cared to actually check if Bill Cosby was dead or whatever, you know, mm -hmm. and you just hit retweet or you hit RIP Bill Cosby and hit enter without actually confirming what you're seeing. So we're seeing that more. So clearly this plea isn't really working, but I'm going to keep doing it at the end of episodes. Fight the good fight. I think it's important. Uh, and that's, that's about it. Uh, our show was brought to you by Swenson's drive-ins. Uh, cause they're just awesome. Yes. You know, when we had that like foot of snow and the negative 38, uh, negative 36 wind chill, mm -hmm. they stayed open till 11 PM that night. Really? Yeah. A lot of other places closed. <sighs> Swenson stayed open and those folks, they have to be outside. Do they hustle? Yeah. They run. Uh, mm -hmm. so props to props to that company, props to our unofficial sponsor where they didn't pay us. We just like them. 
And I got the emote into Slack now. There's a galley boy and a Swenson's emote. It's my favorite Swenson's item. Right? Right? Uh, so, yeah, that's the show. Right? That's everything. Mm. Tetris 99, go play it. Um, Resident still, Evil 2. Resident Evil 2, go play it. Uh, if, you, if you're a Crackdown fan, go play Crackdown 3. It's, play a, it's a good three-legged dog of a game. <laughs> I love it. I love it. It's a good boy. It's a good boy. Definitely behaved better than Lola did the last two days here, uh, yeah. which has just been a whirlwind of of just craziness. Uh, so that's it. Uh, that's the show. Thank you for listening, and go out there and do it for Shack News. Oh yeah. Blake. I feel like that's well, something. Go out. Hey. Do it for Shack hey. News. Do it for Shack News. All right, Blake, take it away. Well, we hope you had a good time here on the Shackcast, because we had a blast. Oh, yeah, on the Shackcast. Do, do, do. Well, pardon me, boy. Did you listen to the Shackcast? I heard the whole damn thing. All fucking three hours of it. Well, we talked about some video games, also some sports. We learned about three-legged dog games, of course. David really loves Resident Evil 2. And we'll be back next week to talk about more news. Well, it's the Shack News Shackcast. Oh, yeah. Yay! Hooray. It's hard to do that 